0: Hello and welcome to the Saladcast on Saturday, the fifteenth of November, twenty fourteen. I'm your host Dan Train. Joining me today, Robert Kemp.
1: I just realised that probably sounded a little bit like I was scoring a goal rather than
2: hurry sit down, you fool.
0: And Zachary Burgess, shiny,
2: shiny (laughs) Burgess. You introduced Rob before he'd sat down again, so I had to carry my drink over and untangle the cable and navigate a
3: cat,
1: (laughs) navigate Navigate across the (laughs) surface of a
0: cat. I was expecting further lyrics. No.
3: Always oh, believe in
0: your soul. <laughs> just because I was expecting them doesn't need, they need to be oh. expressed.
3: Ow. Oh. Ow. Oh.
1: It's not an expect, you know, it's not a uh, a good expectation. <laughs> it's, a, it's just an expectation.
0: <laughs> it's just what I thought was going to happen. I wasn't expecting, yeah. I was expecting an element and I thought, it, just as you said, I thought I heard a goal celebration of some, kind of, some kind of commentary, but no. It was in fact a Spandau Ballet song.
1: But like South American football commentary. Everything is goal. <laughs> go- How long were they go for? A long time. Well, I was time. listening oh. to the day to day the other
0: day with the Alan Partridge, like that. the classic Alan Partridge, because um, he was originally a sports reporter. That was the character. Yeah, was, he was. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that was a goal. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a foot like a traction engine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you're like you, you can't be you can't be a jockey you're like 13 years old <laughs> it's like when you get a bit older maybe you'll be better at this it's like no I'm 33
3: <laughs> Oh,
2: yeah it was like occasionally when, when I've been watching the dumb American soccer highlights that end up on YouTube. Occasionally, for some of the matches that obviously they don't care about or like the less important teams against each other, occasionally for some reason they just upload it with the Spanish commentary. So you get the classic ridiculous goal celebration. Only that guy. It must. I, I only ever hear apparently this one specific guy. His, Who does what? It,
0: Spanish commentary on American football. Soccer. Yeah. Oh, American soccer game. So major league soccer. Or like
2: yeah. Portuguese or. Well, whatever. Yeah. From Mexico, probably. Oh, probably yeah. Spanish,
0: if it's. Yeah. Mexico.
2: But it's like his one. He always. It's where his difference is the ending of the drastically long goal. He's like, oh whoa. <laughs> He does a little ramp at the end for that no very reason. <laughs> so I've got a little bit of breath left. I need to I need to do something with this. Whoa. <laughs> and then says the player name afterwards, which is how you know. Oh Yep. Pretty much exactly like that. Really with slight more
1: enthusiasm. He just said the player name afterwards in a complete, like disinterested
0: voice. Go. Shira, <laughs> man, does Shira play in the American <laughs> League? He probably should by now. No, dates. Yeah, oh, presents, <laughs> not oh, he Yeah, he presents. No, he commentates. He retired. Don't match
2: right? the day all the time. <laughs> yeah, he's one of the analysts.
0: But he's so boring. I mean, they even made a McDonald's advert about how boring he was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like a lot of footballers that they actually like, or at least a lot of footballers that they pick to go on telly. But they suddenly become okay as soon as they. <laughs> you mean, uh, there's not, they not a, playing the post-match
2: interview.
1: Yeah, f- football league exactly. speak. Exactly. Yeah. As soon as they, as soon as they actually, I don't know, care about talking about the game, <laughs> they suddenly become normal people, <laughs> and, and they're capable of saying something that doesn't come out in that single note that all football managers and players speak. Oh, well, you, well, you mean only-
0: compared to them being interviewed while after games and stuff? They're probably exhausted after games. I don't well, yeah, sure,
1: but. To- but you know you, you don't you don't exactly think that Wayne Rooney outside of football
2: right now is a particularly interesting but he's guy. Also, like young, it, they are always old by they time They get out, yeah, maybe mature a bit more or whatever. You basically saying that people get more interesting as they age, No, they get more <laughs> more intelligent sounding, <laughs> I guess. Well. The only exception to that, I think, is like goalkeepers because they'll have they'll have goalkeepers on like matches they quite often who are still playing. True, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, and Rio is technically still
1: playing
0: when he did the well, World Cup stuff,
2: isn't he? but barely. Yeah.
0: How come they have I goalkeepers mean, that are still playing and not, not... I don't know. It just seems to be people like people someone is.
2: they can easily get hold of. Yeah.
1: Maybe they don't need to be in training so much. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they don't need the same level of fitness, I
2: guess. They do occasionally have managers as well.
3: Really? But they're
2: still managing. Huh. It's like, well, you played last night, so let's let, not talk to you about this too much. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to be biased,
3: <laughs> Huh. That's, yeah, that does seem a bit odd. Or well, perhaps they should have managers that
1: used to be in the Premier League, but are now like, managing, I don't know, some local team, like Market
2: FC. And then... <laughs> the, the previous guy who did a terrible job at Manchester United. Oh, what? Uh, um, boys Moyes. He's, he's apparently he's now managing some ridiculous club in the spanish league yeah in the spanish league. That. and i was just like that is the least he's like really scottish or whatever it's <laughs> like i can't imagine how that's gonna go down
0: yeah but we have crazy italians and stuff over here doing uh doing our teams swedish people yes but as is the
2: classic like the classic thing about england versus europe is that like Every European manages to learn English just great, and we are absolutely terrible at learning any other language that's not English. That is true. Yeah,
0: yeah we suck. For <laughs> Some reason
1: we do suck. I just that's went to uh,
0: just had uh, lunch in uh, Chinatown with um uh, d- for David's birthday, and he's um trying to learn Cantonese. He's doing um, <laughs> lessons and stuff. Well, but really, the advantage I mean, is his girlfriend Ho obviously speaks Cantonese, so so he can get some yeah, practice in. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of right. helps. But even so, it's quite a quite a thing to set out on for an Englishman. <laughs> the that it's one of those things like... where it's,
1: it's just the level of commitment required that is always sort of like. Right, yeah. bit, I've yeah. always kind of. I've always <laughs> wanted to learn Japanese properly, but it's like you,
2: you have need, to keep doing it. Yeah, you lot. need to be.
1: <laughs> yeah, you need to be so serious about putting the time in, and
0: it's. Mm.
1: I mean, that was the reason why I, I always used to get told at school that I had a bit of a. And a knack for foreign language. like Facility, you know, like
0: they it. call it. I don't know why. They don't use that for any other thing. Have you noticed that? Uh, you I know, can't the say phrase... I've heard that phrase before. Yeah, so he, she has a facility for languages or with languages, huh. is it? I can't remember. But they don't say it about... You don't say... Oh man, he's got a real facility for driving or something. You're, it's all—it's always, always languages. Anyway,
1: a real facility for driving surely is the car.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah, the, the yeah. road.
1: Yeah. The facility for driving.
0: Well, yeah, I'm gonna have to Google that shit now. Carry on. So yeah,
1: it was, it was, so yeah, like I always used to get told in school that I was I had a bit of a flair for it. Like, but I, did, I never put any effort into it. No. Like, really, I just picked up what I knew of French. You know, not so bad. Latin didn't, you know, didn't really have to read anything, just sort of picked it up. But not that I can remember any of it, no, actually. actually. Um, but I'm not sure that that was ever true. I think I just like ended up learning the odd little bit. I you just learned just the get stuff by. that you needed yeah. to actually pass tests and stuff. Well, it's like because when I went to Paris, was it last year or the year before, something like that, I actually spent some time like in the mornings on the way to work listening to French, te- te- you know, teach yourself French tapes. And it would be fine when they would, they would like, the first half would be like, okay, here's the theory behind what we're going to introduce today. Like, here's how this works. Right. Da, 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 da. And then they'd go into the, right, now we're going to speak some French at you. Here's the scene, and then we'll analyse it afterwards. And it's like, and while they're playing it back at full speed, like, without the actors, like, trying to, I don't know, very carefully pronounce the Frenchness. It's like, if they're just doing it like French people. It's fucking impossible. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's like, everything just... I can't make out what it is. And then when they break it down into what it, what the words are actually saying, then it's like, then it's not so bad because it's like, ah, oh, okay. I see you're referring to this thing that they did there. Da, 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 da. Oh, when you introduced some slang term there, okay, and then they'll explain that. Da, da, da. But you know, when they were just rattling it off, even once they then told you all that, they'd then rattle it off again at full speed to see how well you understood it. And it's just, a, it's just, it, what the hell? <laughs> Maybe I, it's just French. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Japanese is just, or something like that. If you know, at least from a, um, a, hearing it side, maybe um, oral side. I suppose
2: maybe that's a bit more obvious because the writing side sounds nuts. Oh yeah, yeah. The thing that I find weird is when I'm like when I'm talking to all the various European people that I talk to in English, yeah. typing but not speaking usually, and mm. I happen to go onto the channel <laughs> to talk to them. But it's like. Sometimes the thing that I find most weird is when they use a word and I'm like, from the context of the sentence, I know what that word is. Where it's like, yes, yesterday, someone used the word nares in a sentence. Nairs? Nairs. And I was like, well, from the context, they, they were talking about nostrils. And I was like...
1: What, did they just somehow, <laughs> con- uh, was it abbreviate nose hair to nares?
2: <laughs> well, I thought it was a mistake, but then I went to Wikipedia and looked it up and that's like, nares is literally the word for nostril. <laughs> It's just like it's just the actual word. Apparently, not nostrils is just another word that we use for nostrils. Oh wow! So they just learned lingo. <laughs> yes, yeah, so and no somehow knows. this foreign person, when they were learning English, had learned a word that I didn't even know was a word for nostrils, but also means nostrils. I reckon that
1: happens, <laughs> but I reckon that that happens quite a bit because you know, in theory, you get taught very formal language. Well, so, I
2: think yeah, but that was like the more formal version of <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. But you get that's what Rob means is like you get taught the more formal version, right? I guess if you're oh, well, learning in com- school, yeah, yeah, yeah
1: they, you get you get taught how to say it properly, like, and it's like you know 100 percent correct,
2: not the way that actual people talk. It's like what was even worse about that was like, or maybe actually maybe now that I think about it, maybe this is the actual reason why that happened It's because nares is a plural of naris for one nostril. Okay, right. And that makes sense if you're coming from a foreign language where like plurals and stuff is more important, whereas we just say nostril and nostrils because, because yeah. we just slap an S on the end. Because it's, it's easy.
1: <laughs> because there's no rules to English plurals, really.
2: <laughs> yeah, we don't worry about plurals or genders or any of that shit. Well, <laughs> just... It's a different word. Learn it. So maybe that makes sense why they would have learned the one which has two separate plural definitions that are actually different words, rather than the one word there where you just slap an S on. <laughs> mm,
1: maybe. Nairs. Nostril and nairs, maybe they would say. I don't know. Maybe they le- if they learn them as two separate words. Nairs? I should write an English book. Like, t- should you? <laughs> yeah, that could be the greatest thing ever. We like, yeah. <laughs> So then we'd <laughs> have a great <laughs>
0: That'd be amazing. it be like that Douglas Adams English. book, you know, with all the place names that have been... Turned yeah, the meaning of words.
3: yeah. <laughs> how to actually speak English, according to a... <laughs> how to actually speak English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there.
1: But the problem is that I'd have to write that book in a foreign language, which wouldn't... work. Wouldn't
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. Or
0: maybe it would work brilliantly.
2: <laughs> Man, it's like... Even if I wanted to, like, I don't think I... I'm terrible. I'd probably... I guess <laughs> just, I, just, I'm terrible. I'm terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't think I could learn any language again now, even if I wanted to. No, I, I think don't the, know. Maybe you could. And particularly not any of the languages of the people that I talk to, apart from the one well, German guy. I guess he could... I could probably get back into German, in theory.
1: I mean, our aptitude for it, like, 15 years ago, was going to be a lot stronger than well, it yeah, is now. Obviously. Just naturally. Our but, facility.
2: Yeah. Our, our learning facility... <laughs> But I, I don't think I'd have a hope of any of the tons of Scandinavian languages with all the other people in that. I town. don't
0: know. I think if you learn Swedish and of the the of the other other Finnish, easier, and right? Danish. But they're all like uh, three of them are really
2: similar. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Danish is pretty much just like German.
0: More they're like mutually intelligible, aren't they? So if you um, you can kind of understand one if you know the other one.
1: I'm trying to think what it was, uh, which way around it was, because I used to work with a guy who I
0: think was Finnish.
1: But he, you know, whenever we were like rattling off what subtitles they needed to, to manage for this thing, okay, they'd be like, okay, we need Danish, we need Finnish, we need something, we need Norwegian, and we also need the one that no one understands, Swedish. <laughs> it's like, he would always say that at the end of the sentence, we also need the one that nobody gets. <laughs> so I, I'm guessing <laughs> Swedish is the one that's like different from the other three, maybe? But I, I always thought that... Yeah, I'm I, I not remembering that wrong. They I'm might trying, to think, is the I'm trying to
2: think about how they're laid out on the map because of like the neighbouring ones I think are most are are like more similar. Mm. And it like so the two on the opposite sides are probably more different from each other than they are from the one in the middle or something. Maybe, yeah.
0: <laughs> well Sweden and, and, and Denmark, right? Are across that Copenhagen like straight with the bridge and everything.
2: Yeah. Um, but I think Danish is just a lot more
0: like German, isn't it? I guess. We we might have picked up a few Danish words from a bit from a bit of the old <laughs> organ. Mostly, <tact laughs> we might have picked hash. up that's one particular. <laughs> well,
2: two. Pess, 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 pess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hi hi, that's right. Is it? But goodbye.
1: Hi
3: hi, stage minister.
0: Stage <laughs> minister, yeah, that's the main one.
2: Yep, that is the main one. Don't you worry. Know let's talk about something else than our
0: failing of languages languages there's the <laughs> amount of people in my office they speak such good english there's like uh, a bulgarian russian portuguese indonesian guy all these different people were together and the one guy that i can't freaking understand what he's saying even though his english is good it's his accent is so thick he's the french one <laughs> right. so, i know that nobody could understand what he's saying <laughs> i've worked with french people before and they're normally okay
1: but maybe it's a certain part maybe it's like a where in france you come from you yeah must be thicker version of the accent
0: yeah maybe he just talks too fast or something but it, it's annoying because you know he he must have great english i mean he's very technical and stuff but it's just that i have to ask him to repeat everything he says and so and i've noticed that other people do as well so it's not just me can't understand mm. his accent anyway
3: sorry mate slow down start again <laughs> Languages. I, didn't, I didn't understand your slurs. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, French.
0: French Because French. So how's it going, guys?
3: Yeah, alright, alright. Did you, um... Oh man, I haven't told Zach about this yet. Well, I might <laughs> have done, good. actually.
1: I can't remember. I can't oh, know if this... I mentioned this a lot. Did you okay. see my tweets?
0: I did, last, I saw week. your... For, for your Saria's Drop, correct? Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. So explain yeah, you did tell me about that last week. <laughs> no, I can't remember deal? how long ago it was. It's like, well, I submitted
1: this. It's, it's done. <laughs> like a year or two ago. Okay, yeah, spend. I submitted this Remix to OC, in, to OC Remix in August of last year.
0: So what is OC Remix exactly for <laughs> okay. listeners?
1: OC Remix is a, a, it's a community-driven, what well, sort of community-driven uh, website for hosting remixes of video game music. Um, or remasterings or rearrangements. Um, right. uh, with a few rules and a few, um, there's basically a judging panel as well to sort of, you know, make sure that the the site doesn't get flooded with crap. But Um, what it does make, make it is that, like, it goes in very slowly. Yeah. It it means they just end up with an extraordinarily long queue to get through as it, as it turns out. And I, was following I'd, I'd occasionally be logging on to the site because they have a forum thread about the state of the queue and so you can see where you're at and i just wasn't on it so <laughs> for, like when i last checked and i thought okay that must mean i'd like bombed out or something because my not because i thought my mix was bad but because i thought the the link to like the lost woods or saria song whatever might have been a little too tenuous, tenuous for their right? tastes because i you know i do what i normally do i go off on one
3: yeah um, of course
1: uh, but yeah, and then it's, I suddenly got I, I suddenly noticed uh, One one evening It's like, oh hey, the, the OC Remix Twitter account is randomly following me um, Okay, whatever So I went to bed, and then woke up To find my inbox filled with people retweeting The, the link, the OC Remix link To Saras Drop, and I'm like, oh holy shit This is awesome like, <laughs> And then they spelt your name
2: wrong in the title of the video Yeah they did, but <laughs> never mind That was great <laughs> <laughs> they well, the the, the, okay. got glacial
0: spoon wrong, right? They what well, did they do? Yeah, Glacier spoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh that's close enough. In they, the they got, it's fine. They, yeah, they got it right in the in the description. And they they technically got it right on the uh, the official O C remix listing okay. on the website as well. It's just that bit in the YouTube bit thing uh, it's is wrong.
2: It's like it's the ti- I, can you even change the title of the video on YouTube? Uh yeah, you can. Yeah. Not that difficult.
1: Uh, yeah, so it's there. It's currently got, what, I think about 7,000 views or something? So where do people need on, to go? the YouTube OC version? Remix uh, YouTube uh, channel? And they can go, well, to, the yeah, you go to the OC Remix can you YouTube channel or, yeah, you just search for... Uh, you Actually, if you search for Saria's drop, it comes up with two results, one of okay. which is me, and <laughs> one of which is someone who managed to actually beat me to the name by about three years <laughs> um, that I didn't realize existed. So, right. damn, sorry, sorry, that guy. <laughs> but I've
0: eclipsed his hits. <laughs> <laughs> a hit eclipse
2: So fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, man. Yeah, but check it out, listeners. It's uh, uh, if you like Zelda and you like dubstep, then you'll love this, pretty much. Yeah, shame, shameless plug. I'm sort of surprised it happened. The it number came, of it, comments I saw of people like, this is awesome, and then there were people going, this is awesome for the first, like, two minutes, and then it turns into Dubstep. It's like, well, "Yeah, oh, it, sorry to drop it, you, idiot. <laughs> yeah,
1: there, there, was, there was a couple people that were just like, oh man, this intro is amazing, but I don't like Dubstep, so fuck it.
0: <laughs> yeah, why well, don't you should check out the rest of your stuff, because it's not all Dubstep. No, although well, increasingly
1: so. <laughs> it is these days, yeah. I need to populate my SoundCloud with... Uh, uh with more things because it's only got like three tunes on there yeah.
0: the need to yeah. add a few more classics on there classic or... so
1: yeah that was that was surprising I'm, I'm, i was about i'm trying i'm padding because i'm trying to load up the the news page on my phone which is fading oh wait now i've misread how this works i've forgotten how one note on my phone works okay ignore
0: me carry on ignore.
1: <laughs> anyway so that's so, the yeah, big that was, news
0: we need to post that onto the salad or something i do i was trying to all think
1: right. i was I was towing and throwing in my head about how to do it but i might as well just link to the youtube thing okay. and just put it up as a main post a bit yeah. of you wanted to perhaps I, I, the reason why i've sort of delayed was i was thinking at some point maybe on the site i should just have a separate like i don't know channel or category for yeah Glacian yeah spoony type stuff especially yeah. when i'm doing stuff that's a bit video gamey in nature um and you know i don't necessarily have to post all the stuff but post things that perhaps are inspired by or mm-hmm. draw stuff from video games but yeah that's that's the reason why i posted it but i can i can categorize it but it wouldn't i won't have a, a no little, a, a, a little, nice it. little symbol on the website to say yeah. what it you know what it's about yeah
3: but we'll definitely probably that probably shouldn't stop yeah.
0: me cool yeah and what's new in the world of zeg nothing <laughs> right that's that over with
2: okay yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, the good
2: news about all of this is... It- I got curtains like- in my room. That's- there we go. Oh, really? Good news. Well, I, I had a, like... I, it's one of those ridiculous bits of information that really doesn't come from anywhere, and it's just like you heard it one time, and I was like, maybe the reason I sleep so badly is because I, I sleep till like, midday, a lot of light comes into my room because my blinds are shitty. They do say that,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah, they say that, and I was like, well, I guess I'll get curtains that actually block the light. <laughs> But I think that's making me feel shitty in a different way, because then I don't know what, what fucking time it is. Because <laughs> like, I don't have any light coming in when I'm sitting at my computer during the day, and then it's like, oh, it's now fucking seven o'clock. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, do you not okay. open them when you wake yeah, up? Yeah, that's the
2: problem. I, keep, like, I get to don't open, open them in time before it gets dark, in that like five-hour window <laughs> between when I wake up and when it gets dark. <laughs>
0: Can you open them the moment that you step out of bed? Don't want to have people on the
2: train looking in at my not really nakedness. <laughs> oh right, okay. Fair but, but they don't really trundle past your house. Sometimes do they? they do. Oh. There's a speed limit up there at the moment until they fix the level crossing. So
1: if you have not got, if you got like your blinds behind with the the or something
0: behind the curtain. No, like just will tell you, you what, curtains. you could do, Zach. If you, need, if you wanted to be like, like a lecture. classic old man or whatever, like, like netting. A, yeah, netting net window.
2: <laughs> net <laughs> it's, not really, it's like there's What's already four. It's already too much hassle to even have just curtains. Put yeah. another layer of stuff in there.
0: <laughs> yeah, even
2: you need a blind behind that's It's not a blackout blind or
1: something. Just like a light-coloured fabric or something.
0: Well, a neck curtain, that's what they're for, right? And you have to it have a really the ugly, like, pattern on it as well. It
3: yeah,
0: that's the rule. Really Maybe you could really... make up-to-date net curtains that have like video game characters or something on. <laughs>
3: that'd be awesome. Probably. Yeah, you could probably
1: put Space Invaders all over it quite. Yeah, easily. yeah, I
3: that'd imagine. be cool. And
1: so, is, what's the difference? Is, are net curtains like what they call drapes in America, or are drapes no. just curtains? No, drapes just curtains. Okay,
3: drapes just curtains. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, net curtains are the ones for privacy, right? They do let in quite a lot of light, and they're kind of see-through, aren't they? Yeah. But,
3: but to an they're... extent, but yeah, block yeah. enough they're a bit like um
1: either that or you just replace all the windows in your room with those uh, like wobbly glass windows like they use on bathrooms and then <laughs> yeah that's obviously a better solution <laughs> <laughs> we well, don't we don't you, you don't look out your windows anyway
2: at the moment it seems so you just replaced it with wobbly glass <laughs> there's not anything to look at out of windows <laughs>
0: <laughs> is that universally true
2: <laughs> pretty much Oh, do you ever look out your windows? Are you interested in the landscape outside your house? In fairness,
1: when I'm working, all I can see is the brick wall of the, the, opposite, ne- of house. the opposite house. Yeah, like, I can't see anything.
0: I'm in a basement, so I like look. After. I can see the sky, which is nice, but that's about it. Yeah, I can see some sky.
1: And I can occasionally see birds sitting on the roof
0: opposite me. <laughs> I, I used really to look out of the window in the up, Cambridge can... one. You know, with the trees out there. That was quite nice. Yeah. It's a bit better.
2: Yeah. A bit, bit better than looking at the road in front of <laughs> Or you could look at, creepily look at all the children
0: playing football. It's true. I could. <laughs> when I was in the nice office, I looked out the window all the freaking time. Because it was a giant... You know, I was on the ninth floor. You could see all over London. It was incredible. I just... I, I'd, like, look away from my monitor to my left. I could see St. Pancras, Kings Cross Station. like, three miles away or something. That was pretty cool. Would it
1: be more or less creepy to... Yeah, right. Okay. Based on your
0: theory of like, you could
1: watch the kids play football creepily out the window. Is it more creepy to have the window closed and just leer at them, or is it more creepy to open the window and hang out with a beer, going,
3: "Hey, get in! <laughs> good tackle, sir. Good tackle." I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> hard choices. Well, no, there is a third option, which is do
2: neither.
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think that would be the least creepy option <laughs> to me.
3: So oh, yeah, Windows. Yeah, Exciting Windows news, but not Windows
0: ten. <laughs> no. No. They skipped a number.
1: Apparently my parents are now on Windows seven. Wow. They've
2: entered the modern age. Did they actually get a new computer for that or was it <laughs> they did.
0: Yeah. Girls. <laughs> And did they specifically ask for Windows 7 on it? Um, so it was, to avoid Windows- no, I don't I, think you
2: can get anything but Windows 7. Really, I'm, 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 I'm pretty sure get eight, right?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure Kip has helped with this somehow. Which I'm makes sure. me think that it's come from a slightly less than reputable source. <laughs> 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 yes, but it's, it's like, probably
3: like professional Windows 7. <laughs> an office hand-me-down or something, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, that happened. So now I get questions of it. Well, I've already had one question this morning about antivirus
1: running out. And it's like, just put security essentials on it. And you'll never have to worry about it again. <laughs> and of course, I can't just say just put security essentials on it. So then queue an extremely long conversation about uninstalling Avast, which as it turns out, isn't that simple. And, no, I'm sure it's not. And then installing security essentials, which is really simple. <laughs> but like it taking about half an hour on the phone. Ah, tech support for parents. You should have just gone over there. I should have. Well, the, uh, yeah, I probably could have gone over there, get it done in one minute, and then come back. And the only thing it would have cost me was fuel and the same amount of time. Yeah. So or you could
2: have gone over there, done that, and also like did, uh, discovered like five other things that you could fix while you were there as well, just from looking at it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Because <laughs> that's the kind of thing that happens. But that's the trap, though. It's like. Yeah, but, yeah, but then you don't have all these other conversations later when those problems evolve into yeah, worse problems. I'm, I'm probably going to have to put some sort
1: of remoting software and like either install a copy of log, log Me In that runs in the background so I can remote onto it and fix their problems or figure out how to get RDP working from here. Um,
0: yeah, you could just be like tech support and RDP into their machine and move their mouse around and freak them out.
1: Because we did we did try using the um, remote assistance tool at first. I did try talking them through, but because they use Gmail. Right. Like, the, the step where it goes, oh, Windows can send an invite over mail is greyed out because Windows doesn't know what mail client to use. Oh, that's what I mean. Unless unless you have, like, Outlook or something. Still. Presumably, that's not a problem on Windows 8 because you'd presume... I
3: guess if you were using Windows 8, you'd either have a copy of Outlook or you'd use the inbuilt mail app. Yeah. It's, it's weird things like that, that 7 still seems a little bit behind on, that maybe Windows
1: 8 actually improves. Has sorted out, yeah. I
0: yeah. mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Windows 8 and Chrome has some kind of Chrome agent thing that registers it as, like, a weird mail client so that when you hit one of those links in the operating system, it boots up yeah. a browser window. And, you know,
1: just installing and uninstalling programs is a bit... Odd, unless you're, you've you done it for a while, isn't it? It's not like a, like holding the icon in iOS and then clicking no. X to uninstall it. You know, you have to go digging in control panel, usually.
0: Yeah, you do. It's sucky.
1: And so for, for my parents, at least, that is something they will never remember.
2: You know what's really annoying me at the moment? Is that for some reason they they've decided to drop support for Google Talk. I thought they did that a long time ago. Well, it's, it's never got out of beta. No, whereas. it's
0: never got out of beta.
2: But now they're actually not going to support it any longer. Oh, really? And it was like, that was where I had to go to Google Talk after they shut down fucking Windows Messenger.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are you supposed so to what do? Well, what going well. to do? What happened to freaking instant messaging? All you've got is like... Skype. Freaking yeah, Skype. That's yeah. like that's my only option, really. But Skype is freaking awful sucks. text. Yeah thing is, like, on mobile, WhatsApp is effectively, like, instant messaging. And that's pretty good. If you could get WhatsApp, like, as a client on, you know, PCs. Yeah, so I
1: don't know, it depends how if they have an API or anything, but I doubt they'd make that public. I don't think lit, they do. Because there's know, some though. pay-for element to it, isn't
0: it? Uh, I guess there is, yeah. Oh, it got bought, didn't it? By is Isn't it owned by Facebook anyway? So they uh, wouldn't want competition for their crappy I Facebook. Have it bought by Facebook? Facebook? Uh-uh. Uh, I think so.
1: Interesting. Well, Facebook, well, this is the other thing. I've never minded, like, Facebook as a communication medium like that because it's just more convenient than remembering people's, like, accounts or stuff like that. Yeah, but for instant
0: messaging like that, it it always used to be terrible. Like, it used to actually literally drop messages for me anyway. And they Hmm. fixed that, so it works. But, like, I don't like the interface of that little, like, you can't. Although they did make a like a a, a um, standalone app, now, a standalone app. But uh, when I last tried it, it was like super cut down. Like it was even more bare bones than Google Talk was. Um, mm. But um, but I, like... I hate the way that you have that unified inbox on and Facebook. That really annoys me. That like if you send a long message to someone, like an email, it gets like unified into the inbox with every like instant message that's sent on the same yeah, you what i mean it's like, i'm not, I'm is not, I'm not sure thing. what
1: choice they'd have but yeah
3: well yeah because they because they've made messages the same as the same thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
2: i just don't like that me, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's really annoying i don't know what i'm gonna do probably <laughs> it's like it's... the thing is it's like it's not like i'm talking to a lot of people So it's like, it's not, there's not very many people to worry about. It's not like I'm using it all the fucking time. Mm. Well, I am using it quite often between a small number of people. But then it's just like, I don't care about any features apart from being able to send text to people and logging. (laughs) Well, your computer's on the whole
1: time. Can't you run an IMC server? (laughs)
2: This is you see this is where it gets too complicated i just want like a little thing that i can have a client not imc irc sorry. well like, i can i can talk to most of the people through irc if they're connected to the rc server which is becoming less frequent. because basically uh, the rc channel that i am hanging around in is you know everyone's gradually leaving they will talk on on um, mumble all the time now right but i can't well i a i want to have text so <laughs> yeah, you, you like you like the uh the, the the reading of a live book <laughs> <laughs> i just want text and the like i can't withstand being on mumble all the time i don't know it's some... is it something about just wearing a headset for that long no because <laughs> i wear headsets all the time anyway okay because that's how i have way sound coming into my ears it's, <laughs> it's something to do with like i, I mean, like it must be something to do with just like white noise or like not actually people talking because it's just like it just wears me out just listening to not and anything happening and like the occasional shuffling and
1: oh I see <laughs> I, mean, I suppose you zone into it don't you I guess cause it's, <laughs> I don't like, know. and you're well, like always, 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 always something it, about that like it,
2: it just I just feel exhausted listening to that for a long period of time so so it's like I don't go onto the Mumble channel
3: actually well, it's
1: yeah, <laughs> probably accurate because like I don't know even if you're not really contributing to and you're just listening to a, like a um a group meeting or tele-meeting or whatever you want to call it. Um, then that, that can actually be really, really flipping tiring. Like, because I, I guess you are you're, you're still actively listening just in case something
2: ever involves you. But. And, um, you know, there's a whole bunch of weird accents, which probably doesn't help mm-hmm. listening to it for a long period of time. I just want fricking text. So I may be able to convince some people to go just use IRC as the communication medium, but the trouble with that is that, like, I don't know, maybe you can't without, PM. Well, you PM. can. okay Yeah, you can direct message. But mm-hmm. I, it's like I, the trouble with that is that if if they if we're, if we're no if all these people are no longer going to hang around in this one room that we were in, the thing about that one room is that it's on a, basically a server that only exists for that room so it's not like they have any other reason to be connected to that server through irc apart from for that room and then if i like would i be able to convince them to join to that server just for the pms that i want to send mm. or would we have to like randomly join to another server that they like might... i don't know i is giant pain in the ass for direct messages basically because yeah. <laughs> then you have you have to be on the same server because usernames are per service, so it's not like you can just send a message to that username.
1: Yeah, I guess if they're using Mumble, Mumble also does Mumble also have the text
2: channel? It does, yeah, but not a great one. No, maybe can go back to ICQ or something. <laughs> yeah, because then you just need a number, and that's always the same person. AIM, <laughs> <laughs> AIM, ICQ. Yeah, there's just no direct chat message like messaging programs left now. They've all shut down, apart from Skype. Yeah. Really, and Skype as, as, as isn't designed just... for text; it's just, it just
1: happens to have things. Yeah, I mean, we I use it a ton for work, and it's it's okay, but it's got a couple of like how it handles copies, for instance. I think is bad. Like you, you try and copy some text, and it would tend you copy start copying too much, and it likes copying all the time tags. Right, and it's like no, no, no. I actually just want the content. Please, you. like there's no way of really that becomes irritating because it seems random when it chooses to do it one way or the other and also i find the way you go back and edit you can go back and edit messages which is nice right but the way that it manages it um from a keyboard shortcut 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 point of view can be kind of irritating because you can press up to go to the last message and you can edit that but you then can't keep going up to edit to, to get to the point you want to edit. Right. You see what I mean? So if you type, you've made a mistake like a couple of messages ago, and you want to go back and edit that one, you have to use the mouse. And it's like, oh, that'd be so much easier if I could just tap up a few times. And then you, when you're doing that, you then can't use, I, I want to use escape at that point to just say, I oh, know clear what I'm doing. Right. And escape prompts it to close the window. <laughs> and it's like, oh, damn it, that's the worst
3: shortcut. I don't want escape to close a window. I don't ever want that. Yeah, so they're my problems with Skype. Oh, and it's occasionally bad at actually um, making voice calls. But
2: <laughs> <laughs> the one thing it's designed for, it's still bad. <laughs>
1: yeah, we, we we do still have
3: connection issues and things like that on a frequent basis. And you know, sending files can be problematic at times. Not that I reckon we should probably be using Skype to do that, but <laughs> no. <laughs> It's probably more like secure ways as well yeah. for a start, <laughs> but it is easy.
0: Yeah, maybe you could try this Slack thing that we use. We're gonna try and use at work. I mean, I can't use a UBS it at UBS and because all all instant messaging of any kind is totally locked down um, <coughs> for reasons you may have seen on the front page of the news this week.
1: Oh, everything? Really? What, what happened? I well, aware. these
0: traders were like they were using this Bloomberg instant message chat system to talk between the banks, and they were like fixing the rate um, by doing no. all these trades at this precise time window on the foreign exchange what, market. In, Insider
1: trading was happening.
0: Well, but surely of. all
1: of that is tracked, right? Like because it's well, yeah,
0: they've got the logs of it and stuff. So mm. there's all these you can read all these, you know, horrifying. So that's just bankers
1: and, not only like only trying to dip the system like bastards, but also just being idiots and thinking that <laughs> IT is never monitored.
0: Yeah, thinking that that's never... Everything is fucking tracked now. But basically it means that I... Because well, bankers no can't kind of, be trusted. As has, no as, as no been, one can be trusted, as, it, as, as we've
1: said before. As it turns out, yeah.
2: It's Don't awesome. put your phone away. We should actually move on to news at this point. Yeah, <laughs> we've talked yeah. for fucking forever about bullshit. Well, we haven't <laughs> and we have a time limit. We haven't today. actually brought up any...
1: Literal bullshit yet. I mean, we could if you want. I mean, it's steamy. It's got steam in it.
2: We talked about steam. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> we have then. Okay. Oh, wait. That wasn't the podcast, though. That was in the pre podcast. Oh, so, we haven't talked about steam. Video oh, games. Fuck, I don't even know. It's, it's time, I've time already lost news. track of time. News. News. Right. Rob seems prepared today. I, I do. I don't, yeah. And on, on the last couple of weeks, well, there's been like fucking nothing to talk about. That's <laughs> true. Now, a bunch of games are coming out, but that's not really news. Well, apart okay. from to say some of them are bad, which is <laughs> <right, yeah>, so, <laughs> so, games so, that we're not going to play. So, should we jump to that then, now that you brought it up? It's like, okay, so
1: Sonic Boom is apparently the worst video game. <laughs> Like, what a
0: surprise.
1: Like maybe not ever made, but it, Matt, it's it's just turned out so much worse than I think anyone anticipated.
0: And <laughs> anyone good except good. us that saw it being played.
1: Well no, 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 but we thought it was bad, but not or just but just in a sort of mediocre way. Not bad as in a totally broken frequently kind
2: of way. Like just I mean I, I mean, wow, <laughs> it's it's bad. Right. Yeah. Plenty of people have been saying you know, Sonic 06 action. L- like, is it is it fighting for the worst of the worst Sonic games? Yeah. Will it defeat Sonic 06 for that the <laughs> Worst yeah. ever Sonic game. But that's um. the thing. It, like, does it even count? Because it's not a Sonic game. Well, that is the main problem with it, is that is it's more like, I don't know, it's more like a Ratchet and Clank game. It's a, <laughs> there you go. yes, yeah, it's, but it's a shit Ratchet and Clank game, <laughs> well, like, yeah.
1: without any of the ingenuity that went into those. And it's like... So CryEngine apparently doesn't hold up on the Wii U, so it's also <laughs> so incredibly, not a surprise. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't. That makes it terribly terrible performance. Yeah, like consistently. Um, the, the, the combat, well, as we saw at EGX, is basically mash Y until you win, um,
3: mm-hmm. which, is,
1: which is zero fun at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of the character dialogue, well, apparently, like the the. Ins- it, the main complaints have been le- le- levelled at the uh, incidental character dialogue, like the things they just say well, as you discover things, because the they trouble... seem surprised by everything they see
2: the entire time. Well, the main trouble with the incidental character di- dialogue... Well, not even... I don't know. It's the incidental character dialogue. The main problem with it is it's not what you'd call incidental. It's more like constant. Yeah. Like, there's, the bit right at the start it's of the game... not ambient enough. The bit right at the start of the game, which maybe... Maybe this is excused by it being sort of tutorialish mm. that they want to reiterate stuff a lot, but it's like every time you pick up Riggs, it's like, holy shit, Riggs! <laughs> we noticed that when we, were, when we were watching the EGX stuff, actually. Sonic did say that a
1: number of times, in a number of different ways. Yeah. It's just like, that's not incidental. That's like every time. <laughs> yeah. Christ. It, it seems bonkers. It's like they've just taken everything that Sonic is good for, Throwed it away, and then brought in some of this bullshit we neglected to talk about, like earlier. <laughs> like just, they, they just stole it from our
2: random segment and put it into Sonic Boom. It's like <laughs> all the like open it. It's like the, when you're exploring. You, well, even just everything, not even just exploring. It's just like it's so fucking slow. Yeah,
4: <laughs> it's it's so run. slow. Well,
1: you know, there's that. There's a section towards the start of the game that I think we saw at EGX as well, where you're being chased by a giant robot-y thing, yeah. and for some reason during that, Sonic is saying "Gotta go fast," <laughs> but you're running slower than you were the during the giant speed robot section. thing. Yeah, well, yeah. God, it makes no sense. It's like Sonic, you can go fast, or you don't have to just you know jog. <laughs> yeah, just swagger your way through. <laughs> but saying that, weirdly, I, I don't. You know, if you were to take the performance out of it, I don't. It,
2: in the main.
1: Like levels, I guess it's not actually that bad looking in stills. Yeah, if you see what I mean. And, and <laughs> I've actually come, a, I've come around to the character design, and I, I wow. think it's,
2: I think it's okay. But I still think the eyes, are, the eyes are still weird. The glowing eyes. Well, and the They've one got laser eyes. eyes. <laughs> the one giant eye is also still kind of weird. One giant eye. Well, I mean, he doesn't have a proper separation between the eyes any longer. Just one huge eye. Yeah. And when he goes, when he does a wide eye thing, it's just like it becomes almost a rectangle. <laughs> but, <then> that's, <laughs> but that's been that that's
1: that's been in some of the comic adaptations for a while. I know, but it just looks weird. Yeah. I mean, I think they used to do that in STC. And you know, Knuckles is still dumb. Oh, Knuckles is all? I I'd
2: like the new Knuckles because it seems more appropriate to his character. But no, it seems more appropriate to the new character that they've made for Knuckles. Oh, maybe. Which is dumb. He's dumb and he looks dumb. (laughs) He's dumb is the new character. He's a stupid meathead now. Although he kind of always was, but now they've really gone for it. Yeah. Like literally pretty much literally his first line is like Sonic is they're running down a path and because it needs to show that you're going to like split into teams all the time, it's like, Knuckles maybe you go left and he does the look at your fingers thing to work out which direction left is. It's like fucking great. (laughs) That's what we're going for here, (laughs) isn't it?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Knuckles isn't just Foolish as he was before. No. he wasn't, he wasn't he, dumb. He was just gullible. He, yeah,
0: he's now thick. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Like, like his chest. <laughs> but then Robotnik is also
2: like that. Huge, yeah, huge on top. For some yeah, it's, it's the wrong way round. He's supposed to be the huge on the bottom. Yeah, he's the Eggman. <laughs> so it's,
1: it's, it's it's just all wrong. Uh,
0: okay enough sonic boom
2: yeah i think well, we write that relates, completely related to that though we, i should also mention i played the demo of the 3ds one because from some very early like time ages ago where I did like a few screens or screenshots or whatever of it I thought that there was a hope for it that it might be similar to the like the 2d sonic games that the way they always are on the 3ds yeah like, like even generations had basically the same sort of it
1: looked like they were focusing more on 2d style gameplay but which then immediately makes you think oh maybe it's actually going to be a sonic
2: game yeah it might actually play like all the other ones that have been on handhelds. but it turns out it's actually more like a donkey kong country game from what I know It's just, like, it's side-scrolling platforming, but it's quite slow, and it's more about gimmicks, which is actually really... I find it... it, There shouldn't be so many fucking buttons. It's like you've got jump, and then that turns into the homing attack or whatever. Mm. But then you've got individual buttons for, like, the laser whip thing that you use to grapple, Mm. and then, like, your special move that, like, for Sonic, it's, like, dashing through destructible walls. Right. And it's, like... That's just too complicated, and then like there's even the, oh, okay, so, oh, yeah,
1: I see what you mean. There's even four the dash
2: should, would perhaps have filled the same role there, right? Well, it's my main problem with it is, is that well, for some reason that. they've decided to use four face buttons for the four abilities, and the L and R buttons are for like changing the bottom screen where it shows your map. And it's like the dash move should be on one of the shoulder buttons, like it always has been in like the trick system of the old yeah. games. 'Cause that's, or, just, or that's maybe, just more natural for jumping and then dashing rather than jumping with B and then moving your finger to X to do the dashing it, with A. Or, or
1: wasn't Y used as the like general go forward boost button? Yeah. And, like that would have worked, as well. Well
2: that's because yeah. in, in that in the old boost scheme you'd hold down Y, but then you could roll your you could push down roll your finger onto the jump, jump button to yeah. jump, and then you had the side triggers to Trick. do the dash. But no.
1: Oh yeah of course, because they added the yeah, they made it so you actually caused a movement, didn't it, on the first trick? Well, it's
2: directional because you can yeah, control it with yeah, the yeah. D-pad. I've forgotten about that, but yeah, so it's just like they didn't, and they've made it a fail. It's not much. It's probably better than the Wii U game, but I don't think it's it's not a site game again. Yeah, it's just a Donkey Kong Country game.
1: <laughs> Which, well, you got to be careful when you say that because the current last two Donkey Kong Country games a are, quite, are quite widely, <laughs>
3: yeah, widely. It's not a good Donkey Kong game. Widely appreciated.
2: Yeah, that doesn't look like it's going to help either. Supposedly, quite a few people are okay with the cartoon. That well, seems to be not complete. I mean, yeah, I, I
1: I kind of liked when I watched when they released some of their like pre you know pre it coming out stuff like yeah. you know snips of it and stuff. I I thought the pace was really good and the writing seemed to actually work and I, I thought it it felt like it would be a good kids show. It's yeah. not necessarily something that you know people like us would get into, but it didn't seem bad. No. And I think some of that writing from what I've seen of Sonic Boom has come across into the cutscene stuff, but
2: it's not on the same level of quality. And, and then and then they fill the gaps with a whole bunch of shit.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: Whereas like it's the bullshit dialogue.
3: Rings. That's bad. That's bad.
1: <laughs> so yeah, it's like oh. the the worst bit is, I was saying this to Zach earlier, is that this probably means that Sega might be even more reluctant than they have historically been giving Sonic to western developers again they'll go back to Sonic Team and will probably have to put up with a slightly better but another crappy Sonic game next maybe mm. if you know what I mean it will go back to their, what what they normally have which will probably sell better for them I guess <laughs> unless, cause the, unless the Sonic Boom marketing which has been in full swing for a really long time yeah has somehow translated to decent pre-order sales. <laughs> in which case we're going to see more bullshit. Well, it is also a Wii U game and you know there's not all that many of those even no, though <laughs> it is the last in the deal. Yeah. It is the last in the the agreement. So, you know, Sonic can appear on other consoles again. <laughs> if if they want
3: to. Yeah. So, speaking of other games that are terrible. Yeah, apparently. Supposedly. Apparently the new Assassin's Creed isn't great.
0: Yeah, like, I wouldn't really disappoint. I wouldn't jump to call it terrible, but um... no, 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 no. It's
1: not on the same, le- same <laughs> well, no, leap. Not on the same level as Sonic. I mean, come um, on, this is Sonic we're talking about. Yeah, is this? This is where <laughs> this is where Sonic excels at bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, it it seems like it's like just a highly disappointing game. In the that...
0: well, it depends what people are looking for. I mean, I think it's disappointing because it seems like it's just doing. A lot of stuff that the franchise has already done a million times. And like the last yeah. game, the last game mixed it up. And this one hasn't. This one's gone right. The last game, they like, so in three, it was like really stayed and stuff. But, um, but they introduced like for some reason, they had some like ship Both battles. Bits. So like two or three ship bits. And then the next game, they're like, well, fuck most of the assassination stuff let's just let's just bum around in ships on the sea and have a piratey fun time and everyone loved that and now it's back to actual assassin's creed and it's like well we've played this
1: i mean to their credit they have apparently improved like the actual parkour controls sound yeah
0: better. yeah
3: um,
1: but there's i don't know it's i have big thematic problems with where this game has gone from what i've been reading and from what i've seen like The biggest offender to me is they don't really tap into that everyone's talking again. This is all from what I've been hearing. This isn't personal opinion. That they don't really use the French Revolution very well. Is what they've been saying. Essentially, skate. Yeah, you essentially skate around what is going on. Now, when I when I started thinking about this, actually, that's kind of what Assassin's Creed 2 and and its its sequels did. Like the two series didn't really do much with Italian history. It was just
0: set in that time period, but, mm.
1: and but and but
0: that's okay because they didn't go out of their way really. Well, to Brotherhood say kind of it's... did with the with the um, with the Pope and everything. Yeah,
1: right. I, yeah, I suppose you're
0: right. Yeah, they um, you know, the, the, the what's his name Cesare Cesare Borgia, whatever. Yeah, the real the,
1: like, integrating with the Borgia, but they didn't go so crazy with it. You know, no. Then Assassin's Creed Three came along, and they said it in this like uh, in a number of actual events, and they threw you into those events. Perhaps a little, a little strongly, um, in terms of you know you are the sole reason any of this stuff happened. Yeah, <laughs> is how Assassin's Creed Three told it. In this one, they sort of rolled it back a bit, but to the point where this stuff is happening elsewhere, and you're kind of just not even doing there. stuff at the same time. Right. You're not really in, involved with it ever because you're taking on a fairly rudimentary revenge plot, and it's. I don't know, that disappoints me, because it just feels like they could have done a lot with that setting. Yeah.
0: And the city um, looks really good.
1: The city does look good. The interiors look great Yeah, like um, as well, and the lighting looks fabulous. I mean, if you were to just, from a purely aesthetic point of view, this game is amazing. Yeah. Like, it looks really good, Yeah, uh, with the possible exception of performance issues, which but it sounds like they had problems achieving what they wanted to achieve on home consoles.
0: Um, well apparently it's pretty fucked on the pc i don't know though
1: i've heard very different like very mixed stuff about the Mm. pc i get the impression that it's a bad port like watchdogs run was right but if you but if you run it on
3: like say you bought a rig today you would have no problems right well that's cool but yeah so you might be all right when, with your new graphics
1: Yeah, I might be all right. I'm stuff, a bit worried because yeah.
0: apparently a lot of the problem for the frame rate on the new consoles was basically, unlike most games, this is CPU bound because of the number of characters. Yeah. And that's the oldest the, part the, of my PC. So the,
1: the crowd stuff looks a bit... There are a lot of people in the game, yeah. just in general. But it looks like they tessellate it quite a lot of the time. So stuff like more than a a few tens of yards away from you, it's just like loading a low-quality model in, in in its place yeah but it's like
0: were. it sounds like it's not the mo- it's not the graphics it's the it's the yeah AI or whatever but oh, i
1: don't know even then like there are certain scenes i've seen where you see the crowd from afar and everyone looks very like it's standing in a very regimented
3: uh, right, fashion way. like right. they're
1: moving but the locations of everyone is very grid based until you get up close and then they start to move around a bit and stuff right. like that, which then that makes, makes me think that maybe the CPU bounding isn't actually, or, or they've had to scale back again on what they were originally planning for that stuff. Because um, it, it, it does look a little weird at times, from especially from afar.
3: Hmm. Um,
0: but it's just but a the, bit strange the biggest that there's, is like, a, there's this incredible technical... You know, ambition, technical ambition, and, like, zero gameplay innovation ambition, <laughs> pretty much.
1: Well, okay, yeah. Talking Gameplay-wise, the things where I think they've gone wrong is that they seem to have... They do this every iteration, and they don't seem to realise that people don't like certain mission types. Like, they, like there's a lot of uh Follow the guy, activities. make sure you don't
0: get seen. Yeah, and even though... Since... If you fall too far behind.
1: And even since they introduced this Rate This Memory system in Assassin's Creed 4, I think they added that in, um, and it returns here, oh, nothing seems to have here. changed in terms of the, um, the, the, the the distribution of
0: content. So they're gathering uh, feedback but they're not acting on it. <laughs>
1: yeah, and so, so the bit people really love about this game is the assassination missions which there seems to be a uh, not that there are a few of them but when you put it in the context of just what percentage they are compared to the rest of the stuff you're doing. It feels like a small portion of the game. Like the Assassin's Creed bit is actually the lesser bit. Um and there's also pacing problems, like apparently you do a leap of faith before the story introduces you to what a leap of faith is. And you know, there's that point in I think it was in Ezio's storyline as well, where he's all like, I can't fucking do that, what are you talking about? But you've already done it by the time you reach that. Right. Um so that doesn't work um and there's a number of little issues like that you you may have experienced things before the game introduces them to you or the other way around you may need to do things and the game will introduce you to them later or or way ahead of when it's actually useful um things like that and I, i think they've got it wrong with the climbing as well in the sense that climbing looks super easy right from the start of the game rather than needing more active components like the hook and stuff from the two series and to make climbing more interesting and more capable that like, you know you just climb now right and you climb real good <laughs> right from the start
0: so there's not much challenge there though, certainly of climbing no stuff.
1: you know you can just you can just push you know, that whole puzzle element of climbing stuff seems to have gone um,
0: right because it used to be quite difficult to like make your way up certain buildings like anyway, yeah you used to have to get the hook and everything in order to continue and
1: Yeah, I mean, and there may be still some of the, like, find what route you actually need to take stuff, but it's not exactly, you know, the player requirement of, you know, timing the grabs and stuff seems to have disappeared a little. It's less of a puzzly thing. I don't know. It just seems like they're taking the series in a direction I don't like. Like, I don't, I really liked all the future day, current day stuff. right a lot of people didn't and and i i I just liked how balls out crazy the concept was yeah i don't think they necessarily got it right from what i've played so far like i haven't played assassin's creed 3 where some of that stuff is supposedly wrapped up and they never go back to it um but man is it an interesting idea Hmm. that i just yeah they may not have got right yet it's like up to perhaps the end of brotherhood things were still interesting um you know they they i think they fucked it up after that point but
0: that's pretty much why i stopped playing assassin's creed so <laughs> yeah
1: i i yeah you know you remember what i said about revelations i don't actually think it's a, a necessary entry in the series but yeah it's, um but you know if you need more Ezio where
0: else are you gonna go um well, that's just it isn't it do you think this is a necessary entry in the series at this point <laughs> Isn't. I don't think well, it's don't just think filled it was... with
1: bugs as well. It's the oh, other yeah. big thing. Like you know, Assassin's Creed yeah. has always had bugs, but they seem really prevalent here. Like people's faces will be missing or rendering yeah. in incorrect locations. People running through walls, like uh, people just appearing in nowhere. I've seen a number of cases of the classic, and I've had this in previous Assassin's Creed games as well. Of the somehow glitching through the floor into the infinite sea below the city.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, it just, but they seem way more frequent now. Oh, people, oh, getting into fights, but you're, you can't draw your weapon is one I've heard about, which is pretty bad. Um,
0: anyway. Bad week for Ubisoft, pretty much.
3: Well, it's there, been a bad
1: year for Ubisoft, <laughs> really. Like, Watch Dogs kind of was very middling and the port was bad. This seems like a pretty middling game.
0: Thing is, I still un- have... An
1: unknown quality port. But Far Cry 4 yeah. is apparently
0: really good. Well, I'm not I'm good because Far Cry 3 was really good and I know this might not be that much more ambitious on top of Far Cry 3, but I mean, it looks really good and, I mean, yeah, and it's they, got all that Shangri-La stuff looks kind kind of fun and I just think it looks cool and I'll probably get that. Should,
1: I think you should treat Far Cry 4 as Far Cry 3 but with slightly more modern graphics, you know. <laughs> yeah. They you know it's designed for the next-gen consoles and it shows.
0: Yeah, and well, Far Cry 3 looked it fr- looks pretty pretty fr- good. Great, let me it? tell you. Look, I mean, the PC version, yeah. Yeah, well, I just, um, just so you know, I, I tried it out because you know on my new uh, 1440p screen with the with the oh, graphics yeah, yeah. card. This graphics card is amazing. Like it's the it's not the top whack one. It's the next one down. It's really good value because I've got I've got this 1440p screen and I put Far Cry 3 all the way up to maximum. The only thing I didn't turn on was um, I turned on VSync and everything. The only thing I didn't turn on was m- multi-sampling, anti-aliasing. Right oh okay Um, right yeah and it runs at locked at 60 like it's and you're driving through jungles and stuff it's amazing and i i was trying to work out what was going on with the anti-aliasing but it's it because i don't think the options are very clear but i think there's a switch that has a setting between low and ultra that's labeled post-processing and i think when i googled it part of that When you turn it up high, which I obviously have as part of the ultra settings, part of that is fast approximate anti-aliasing, the FXAA. Right, okay. So that means FXAA is on, I think. So I can't see any jaggies anyway. So when I turned on the multi-sampling anti-aliasing, I couldn't see any difference. It just ran slower. Well, I I don't know.
1: I, I, I think FXAA, the difference between FXAA and proper AA is noticeable to me.
0: It least. is noticeable, oh, oh, yeah. but I mean, when you've got when you're in a well, there, there are or... bad
1: implementations of it as well. But
0: and also, I've got more pixels as well. So, like, uh, TVs yeah, I'll smooth make it real... just by dint of having more pixels. Yeah. So uh, the combination of fast approximate anti-aliasing, and I never know like, what high res. I never know what the
1: fuck all the acronyms mean, though. Like, like MSQAA or CSAA. No, I don't know. Or which one's better than the other? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> on the the list (laughs) (laughs) they're not not, I don't know yeah I really don't know they just seem annoyingly named like can you just have like this is better please
0: I just know that whoever came up with FXAA round about the time just before the release of Skyrim it was just a a dude that came up with it right like it was just an algorithm nobody had thought of and then they were like oh cool this is like well it's not as good as as multi-sampling but it's virtually free so yeah we might as well use it yeah yeah, that whoever that dude was, hats off to him. Might be like a whole team for all a, I know.
1: Because I don't think they have proper anti-aliasing in Guild Wars unless you use super sampling, um, super sampling rending. Like, the only option you get is to use FXAA, and it's like, that's just not good enough for me Like oh, at 1080. It's like, I don't know. You might as well turn it on because it's better with yeah, it than with L, but, but, you know, they have, have a proper anti-aliasing option. Yeah.
0: Speaking well, sometimes news, you can do it with your graphics card drivers, right? You, sometimes, sometimes. I used yeah, to be. Able to I, do I, that. I, I tend not to try that because no, don't think, fuck with the stupid e, video control
2: panel bullshit. Yeah, things things have gone wrong when I've tried to mess with that in the right. past. Fair enough. Speaking of news about dumb open world games like Far Cry, this is a, like a not very much of a Segway. news, but yeah but they apparently have announced that they're definitely actually making Just Cause 3. Oh, shit, yep. yeah. That, that was just one of my 3. news points.
1: It's like, I've got no other note other than Just Cause 3. I mean, <laughs> well, I know yeah. they 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 had registered the domain and trademarked it a while ago, but it's... You know, I actually it's knew about that because, for real. Uh,
0: my brother's working for Square again. He's just uh, oh, really? started yeah. last week, yeah, and he's going to be working on the Just Cause 3 website, I guess.
2: But The question is, what are they going to do with it? Does it matter? Just more of the same, sure. Yeah, but not exactly more of the same because it's like now Far Cry's on the scene. That sort of that's basically the same kind of game at this point. I don't know. Just
1: Far Far Cry, you have to be more measured, don't
2: you? Like you are vulnerable, whereas I wouldn't have said you were that ridiculous. It's not like Saints Row level of ridiculousness. (laughs) well maybe it will be it's like Just Cause was sort of in between those two (laughs) I don't know Just Cause Cause benefits from
1: doubling down on the bonkers like you know grappling hook that attaches other things to each other it's like that's the best idea
2: well it's like all everyone's really hoping for is that the multiplayer will be just a thing rather than that weird mod that got turned into a sort of official mod (laughs) yeah but still you know
1: finally it's a thing we just need to see some of it now.
2: <laughs> well, the only I like the only bit of sort of art just showed these like it might as well just have been a bit of art from the Tro, uh, not Saint <laughs> just scores Two. Right, it still right. looks like it's they're probably the, the same, same guy, probably. Like, well, I'd imagine so, Rico or whatever the fuck he was called. But then
1: they're just gonna set it on a tropical island again. Yeah. Oh, it'll but, be great. L-
2: but then, like, who cares? Yeah, I think it'll be awesome. Maybe. But like, it's like Just Cause 2 fell down you know, on, like, its open-world stuff, really. Because there was a lot of it, but, you know, it's like, go to a place and shoot everything that's red until it explodes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it needed, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it needed more focused objectives or more varied objectives, I guess. Like, you need to do this thing here, like, or perhaps, like, just mix it up a bit. The, the thing that Saints Row is good at, really.
2: Yeah.
1: And the other thing that... Although Saints Row generally devolves into shoot stuff shoot, with guns. Yeah.
2: The other thing that I thought of it when, I don't, it's like, this was not really related to to Just Cause or anything, but it's like when I heard this announcement, it just, I just had a momentary thought of like, the thing that annoys me about open world games, like Just Cause and like Grand Theft Auto and all those kind of things. Right. I realised what it was, and I realised that Giant Bob were right all along. The thing that annoys me about those kind of games is fucking helicopters because right. as soon as you get to the point where there's helicopters involved they're fucking impossible to get rid of and they just keep coming <laughs> it's like that's not at all realistic in any way it's like if you like for grand theft auto like if you shut down a fucking police chopper a they, they, they might, might be more alone. cautious about yeah. sending in more choppers and b how many fucking choppers do they have
0: <laughs> i don't think i've ever got to the point in gta 5 of them sending in lots of chop, chop- i should well, no, try that out because you don't
2: want to <laughs> yeah.
0: But it's I mean, quite it was, hard it was, to get it, super wanted these days in Grand Theft Auto. Unless you became set out with a rocket launcher, basically.
1: Yeah. It became relatively Saints Row does it, as Saints Row three at least you could get helicopters on you on a relatively frequent basis. And yeah. uh, and they become somewhat irritating to deal with because you basically either snipe the gunners out of both sides or you happen to have some super weapon that can just kill Destroy it. Them, yeah. If you're lucky. Like, you know, when you first start encountering them, they're really irritating.
2: Yeah. It's just like that's not a it's it's semi realistic in that like yes, please do have helicopters. But they're like, also
1: too far away and out of your vision most of the time. You can perhaps see the occasional <laughs> laser sight of the snipers sitting on the side of it, but that's that's
2: not fun. No. It's like helicopters are just not good in that context. It's annoying. There should be like an actual cooldown, like if you destroy if you destroy one, there yeah. should just be another one that was the worst in just cause two though, because it's like literally but you, you blow one up and another them. one You just grapple to them and deal with another. You one. can't always get to them that easily. Mm-hmm. Your grandma doesn't have infinite range. Oh. <laughs> sure so in, range.
0: in uh, Grand Theft Auto news, I don't know if you saw yeah. this news. Yeah, but, tell um, me about
1: what's going. on. I'm getting really confused about what the hell's happening with this. Oh like, uh, well, GTA, next-gen GTA Five stuff. Well, that's not
2: really the news. Well, first of all, they also. did a bunch
0: of awesome comparison videos showing how much better the PS4 Xbox One version looks than the um, than the original 360 version, and it's substantial. Substantially better, and, uh, but then the big announcement this recently was uh, they've put in a full-on first-person mode with fully animated uh, guns, fully dashboards for every vehicle, everything.
1: This is the shit I was talking about. What the hell? What is going on?
0: Well, that's freaking awesome.
1: So that's for real then? The whole game can be played like an FPS?
0: For real, for real, the whole game. You can switch at any point. Um, what the hell? That's insane!
1: They modelled the individual dials on the
0: man. on the on the dashboards of the aer- aircraft and everything.
3: Yeah, that is so quite yeah, insane. I mean, because that's like... going
1: to change. Surely, if you play it like that, then the whole feel of the game is different, right?
0: Yeah, I guess.
3: Uh, I don't know. know. Is it
1: really? Because the combat would be different. Well, how is the combat? Can you play it like in the same cover-based way? Really? If you're FPSing it, it's like.
0: Yeah, well, it's a little different, I guess. I mean, I think they had to change some of the. Some of the motion and stuff because basically, if you do a combat role, <laughs> it looks really weird oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they can't just plaster the camera to the guy's face. Like, so I think they've mm-hmm. done various tweaks, um, but I think it has the same, so it's not going to feel like it's not going to feel like Halo because you've still got that kind of physicsy movement of the character, so it might feel a little weird, um, mm-hmm. you know. But I think the characters move roughly the same, but they, they they've put enough effort into it that I mean, obviously, they had to redo the like all the weapons and stuff have their own uh first person animations and stuff so yeah. they've obviously put a lot of effort there because you couldn't just put the stick the camera to the guy's face and have it expected to work you know mm. so uh, obviously they've got it another
1: i guess, it I guess, another, it. I guess the, the reason why they're doing stuff like that is to give people who played the previous versions of the game more of a yeah. reason to want to get the new one without them or having to offer some kind of oh, hey, you know, you already played this on the old console. Let's get the new one for free kind of deal. It's, you know, because Rockstar uh, loves money.
0: Yeah, exactly. And there's got to be some cool feature. And they good for them, loving money. I mean, they made loads uh, <laughs> making it <laughs> by making a good game. But, like, I think one of the things for the team there, well, one thing that worries me is I, I, I feel like they don't know what to do for the next game, so they thought they'd carry on working on this one. <laughs> but
1: um, Well, it's only been a year. Yeah, oh, that's, not, that's nothing in rockstar timelines
0: no that's true but i think they've wanted to do first person in grand theft auto ever since they went to 3d but the trouble is it's just like it always looked like shit because mm. they just can't yeah. get the detail in the world you know of the size that the scope that they want and have it look good in first person and and this is the first time they actually have the opportunity to okay we've got the assets we can put the texture detail up and the new consoles Now we can finally do first person. Because the thing is, there are probably like first person mods for GTA 4 on the PC and stuff. And they they, they probably knew that when GTA 5 came out on PC that someone would be making mods and stuff and making it do all that stuff. And they were like, well, no, let's do it properly. So... But cool. I just
3: find it insane. Yeah,
1: I just want to walk
0: around in first person in the city. I think it'd be great, and driving would be mm. cool as well. I think
1: Drive, driving would be neat actually, because maybe it might give you. a... Well, for me at least, I had a bit of a problem with some of the previous games' car handling. Like mm. maybe it would make it slightly more manageable if I can do it from. Oh first well, person. are you worried about? Well, I mean, the GTA Five handling. Yeah,
0: maybe the GTA Five handling is more forgiving than the four. Definitely, it's not. It's yeah. like lighter and a nimbler. It's less weighty than the four one. Um, so I I don't think you'd have too much trouble with the driving Cool. you know just in the general one but yeah so I'm excited about that it's just a bullet point for the back of the box but you know they do it with style and flair so
1: so in other control based news (laughs) um, the the upcoming rear update for EVE supposedly adds um, a beta version of being able to control the ship with W, A, S and D Like,
2: direct control may be coming. I'm not sure how that would actually even work in the EVE universe, because, like, even if you could control it directly, because they can't change the actual physics of, like, how fast stuff accelerates and stuff... It's going to feel incredibly weird to even do it. Yeah, like this that. is what I mean. Like if you hold down W, more. it's still going to take like five seconds to accelerate to full speed because that's just how fast it yeah, <laughs> yeah. accelerate it is. I heard,
0: I heard these were just like keyboard shortcuts, effectively for things that you currently have to do with the mouse. But I don't yeah, know. I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I mean, I've read it in places like it in that. It sounds a bit more direct, controlly, to try and combat. Um, apparently, new players have occasionally have. Problems getting to grips with the game because they can't. I think these players always have problems getting into uh, yeah, to these. With... But that they—that's one of the reasons why they don't keep playing it—is because they can't control it in a way that makes sense to them. Because of the weird, you know, way you have to, to
2: use—you basically program your ship to do things well, all the time. And it's... Yeah, but that's just how the game plays. That's not. I know they can't solve that they... problem because <laughs> <laughs> even if they give you direct control of the ship, you still have to hit your gun buttons and select the target. And...
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what. If I think they're just experimenting to see if they can break down some of these barriers, because that's one of the reasons I didn't start keep playing Eve because I didn't like that whole way of playing. It. And you know, I mean, the other thing about moving
2: around in Eve is like, it's the least important thing. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like a like, if you're not a completely stationary sniper, you're just orbiting them at a certain distance. That's that's just how the game works. There's no <laughs> dog fighting or anything. Well, maybe
1: that's. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe it doesn't fit necessarily with it, but maybe that's what
2: they're thinking. That perhaps they could add some level of that. Well, to. I think I did hear at some point. I'm not sure whether this was just a random thing. Someone, one of the devs was saying would be cool at some point in the distant future, or whatever. But I think they did suggest that, like, they were going to they were going to try and give direct control to like some of the fighter fighter type drones, like the large drones that launch off carriers, because mm. well canonically they actually have people in that aren't like pod pilots like okay. they are literal fighter craft
1: okay yeah
2: so like you, that would give them a reason to be able to do that but I they see, were saying yeah. like maybe if we can work out a way to be able to remove yourself from your normal ship and then transfer control into this little drone thing maybe we could make those have direct control and well, dog fighting or whatever you mean a little hostile watery yeah but I don't know. I don't know who said that, and I don't know when that was mm. said and in what context, but I'm pretty sure I heard that at some
1: point. You wonder if they're starting to feel slightly threatened
2: by Star Citizen? I
3: don't think
2: um, they're ever feeling insane. threatened by anything. They're just like yeah. <laughs> the same as they've ever been, forever, 10 years and go, or 11. But man,
1: does Star Citizen sound crazy now. Mm. Like, with its FPS mode and its wipeouty racing
0: mode and its... <laughs> It sounds way over ambitious. I'm. I'm. Well, scared. they
2: have a fuck ton of money. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: but you know, I know well, they
2: could make like two or three games.
1: I, <laughs> I don't know. Guess. If you think, how, what, how much did it take to make Destiny like five hundred million?
2: Which <laughs> they ended up happened. making a. They just they did end up making a profit on. Them, by the way, so um, how much of that was spent on? I had like things that weren't necessarily making the game better. <laughs> Not, like, marketing. Yeah, and, I and don't know. voice actors. And <laughs> but
1: what is it? How much money does Star Citizen actually have? They've made, like, what, 40 mil out of Kickstarters or something? It's like, 50-something. Okay, but that's, like, 10 times less. And the scale of this game is that ambitious.
2: I don't know. But well, there's I, a certain amount of know. random generation for, like, space games.
1: Yeah, yeah but... And, like, like auto-generation. It's still... like if
2: you're building a world like Destiny where it's a first-person or third-person... Where you have to prevent players from going to places and you have to navigate and you have to channel them. That's actually a more complicated level design than space. <laughs> yes, but it's still the most, um, possibly the most ambitious. But they're
1: doing that. There's an FPS mode. What am I saying? Like, they have that as well. You are not. It's, it's like, not the whole game, it's a sub it, it must of the game. be as big as a game to make it worthwhile. It's like Eve was going to have. Walking on stations. I mean, so they've got the. Get to do that. Was it? The Nexus team is working on the FPS stuff.
3: Hmm. And
1: it's like. As long as it's not
3: as fucking ridiculous as Nexus. Well, <laughs> Nexus was cool, it's just there wasn't enough people playing it. Um. But do yeah. people
2: I even care about that? That's the same problem as Eve. It's like, do does do or any of the people who bought into the space game with spaceships care about a the 1st or the? <laughs> I mean, I, I mean,
1: I, I, I I'm interested in the racing bit. Like, if that turns out all right,
3: because it's way better. Come on, but it's future racing games.
2: Why not actually have it be entirely in space? Why even have it surface? Because the. Crazy, well, because they're planning something no one else has done. I'm not saying that that's a good thing. I'm saying that, like yeah. you could make a space racing mode, maybe, of some kind, maybe. I'm not, it's like I guess the only that re- might not be very fun though. Well, yeah, that's like the only reason that you have the track is to have barriers at the side. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose you could just make it like a tunnel that floats in space. <laughs> yeah, no one's really managed to complete 3D
1: racing. I'm not sure anyone's managed to pull off a full 3D racing game hundred percent well. No. If you know what I mean? Like I because I, I immediately think of like Fifth Element Race or New whatever York it was. <laughs> yeah, New York Race. So that wasn't actually, and that was still like it was a channel. You know, Did <laughs> walls at each slide? I mean Diddy Kong Racing did it as well with its like Kenyan flight stuff. Yeah and I'm, there have been racing games about stunt pilots and stuff like that, but I don't think any of them have ever, any of those particular bits <laughs> of games or those games have actually ever been
2: that great. I just wanted to race in the carts at DiddyCon, for instance. And it's, it's like they they hadn't really tried it before and they didn't try to make it better. Yeah, like New mean, York Race I mean, was a one-off thing yeah. and it was pretty It was, pretty it was interesting at the time. Yeah, it was, it was it kind of like, original. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't the AI wasn't great, and the weapons weren't, and uh, like no, it was, it was, it was like whatever. a classic B tier game. Yeah, it was time. just like a thing yeah. that they made. It wasn't they had iterated on it at all. I mean, even the flying in Sonic
1: Racing transformed isn't its strong point. You know, it's like no, no. I, don't, I think flying racing games aren't. I don't know. No one's got it right, and no one, no one's
3: made it appeal to me yet. No one's really tried. Uh, yeah, maybe <laughs> hey, because it is hard. I think it's a hard problem. It, yeah. So,
0: talking space sins. Yep. Good Elite Dangerous has a, has a um, release date. Has
1: a, and it's December. It's this year. December 16th.
0: Maybe. Yeah. Definitely. They've announced so provide,
1: it. Yeah, so provided there's no last minute slippages. <laughs> They've announced it doesn't mean
2: definitely. It means like 90% likely. It's before. unlikely for things to slip this close. Yeah, yeah it's considering gonna, it's like a month away. It's yeah.
0: not going to slip now. They'll release it even if it's buggy. But there's been so many alphas and betas and there'll be a gamma at this point. Starting around now, so um but yeah. yeah,
1: that does that does unfortunately mean it's a game of twenty fourteen. <laughs> oh, it doesn't
0: right, unfortunately,
2: yeah. mean anything. Dan was going to play it anyway. Oh, it's okay. not like your obsession of having to, having to play these games. Before. No, but is he going to play it in December? I am sure he will <laughs> on your new fancy machine. I am and... sure he'll be playing it as soon as possible.
0: I don't know. I might have to get the uh, joystick for Christmas, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I will certainly be getting it. But I do need to organise the uh, joystick situation as well. But uh, I probably won't. Uh, be ready for a full review in time of Game of the Year, especially with other stuff to be doing. Mm, games to be playing.
3: Yeah. But, yeah, it's still cool. It's still
0: yeah, it's cool going to be awesome, I'm, I'm looking forward to
3: it. it. Uh,
1: other news I have written
0: down here Majora's Mask remake. Did we talk about that? No.
1: No, we haven't mentioned that before, but I guess that was expected. Are they doing the. Thing where it's like, is it only for new 3DS or is it enhanced no. by new 3DS? Because I heard no. there are some, I think they've said that there is some stuff that is going to be better on right. new 3DS, but That'll I wasn't be sure like if that the original was original game it was then.
0: one of these, that The original one, game that didn't like, run unless
1: you had an expansion pack.
0: Did you, was it a requirement? I thought it was like, yeah, a, oh, yeah. it was
1: required for Majora's Mask.
0: Anyway, so I, that was great. I liked Majora's but, Mask. So I
1: barely wondered if they were doing
2: <laughs> that again just because. The only thing that the only thing that matters about the 3DS re- the version of it is, like, what do they do to simplify it, in, or not simplify it, make it work better, like they did with Operator of Time. It's like, what can they do to improve? Because the whole they, system of, like, the fucking, you know, free yeah. days and masks and all that bullshit, it's like, they at least been... the mask can be on a touch screen. that'll probably make yeah. that a easier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. so it
1: wasn't bullshit, well, it was like...
0: complicated, but it was good. Yeah.
1: Aside from that comment I made about new three or that you know that I've heard about new three DS, they have said that they will be changing some elements of the origin of the game. Yeah, well, I've seen some like graphical side
0: by sides, and it does look better. Like, oh, well, I meant
1: other than that. Well, you know, the last remake they did obviously look better. Yeah, the three DS version of. So, <laughs>
2: what they need to do is like for the time travel, they should make it so that <laughs> when you when you when you need to be at a specific place at a specific time. There should really be some way to automate that to some extent. Like like calculate how long it would take you to run to this place from here, like and then just adjust the clock accordingly so you don't have to do it as much. Maybe. <laughs> Particularly if it's something that you have to go to like over and over or whatever.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know. Maybe that's making it too simple, but it's still kind of dumb in some ways. Just traveling. I don't remember having
0: that much problem playing the original game and like having to wait around for long periods or anything.
3: You just need a fast time button, don't you? Like yeah, a, yeah like a fast forward.
1: So yeah, if you get yeah. there early, uh, you don't have to stand there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: like in like in Skyrim or whatever, you just rest yeah. however long.
1: Run, run to this particular time, and then
3: I'll be all right.
0: I man, I haven't played that in so long. I just remember all the crazy masks and like the the Goron rolling down the mountain business and the Zora swimming oh, yeah. through the crazy Zora swimming race was awesome as well. I seem to remember. Um,
3: that was 3D racing, wasn't it? Zorro. Yeah, that was 3D flying <laughs> racing, yeah. You had to go through little hoops and stuff. That was kind of cool. Um, Zora had a guitar, right? Yeah. What do the Goran have? Drums? That makes sense. Yep, bongos. Bongos. Yeah. I get yeah. the band back together. That game is freaking weird and awesome.
0: Cool. And I just okay. got a text message from my boss telling me that XCOM Enemy Within is available on the iPad and iPhone.
1: All right, so they they actually pulled the expansion across now yeah
0: apparently that's cool all
1: right then oh yeah because that was a pretty good version of the game
0: apparently Mm, i mean that game was my game of the year for whenever that year was i think oh yeah yeah but i mean like the ipad version is
1: apparently a pretty good
0: yeah not bad pretty good version yeah uh
1: so I think that, that's me done with game news but there's like console news I guess like you know
0: we're we're going to not have time here.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'll 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 rattle through some of this um, cuz Sony announced PlayStation Vue or View is that V U E word you know? Vue oh, right. <laughs> PlayStation Vue which is um, them I, I suppose coming good on what they said about uh they were going to offer some sort of TV element in playstation um so this is that it's they, they've described it as cloud-based tv to launch uh, in q1 next year um no pricing structure is announced and i think it's currently unclear whether it will act as some kind of uh, live tv access service so you know something a bit more like sky go where you can just tap into some of your sky channels and watch them live from the playstation or other devices so whether they're trying to compete directly with sky in that way um or if it's more netflix like or if it's a hybrid of some kind um it's not really clear what it is the bit that makes me think it's more like sky go or more like a live tv service is they said something um they they they, they said phrases like you can tag programs and then they will be available to you for like 3 days like there there are 3 day, previous days of popular programming will be available for catch up or something they they said some weird stuff and it's like
3: well 3 days isn't a lot like mm. a lot of catch up services go back at least a week and so it's just a bit it's just i don't no, what, what it, it's still what is this it's weird
0: yeah i mean it doesn't sound like it's going to appeal to you so no, you already have. Oh well, yeah, why, why do I care?
1: Yeah. I've got Sky. Sky is all I need. Also, you got so. PS4. so... Well, yeah, that's it. be <laughs> <laughs> kind of well, because I it's cloud based. Theoretically, it could be on PS3. It could. They have tried like video services on PS3 before, but. Boo. So, so will we start saying "boo" more often? Which actually, I don't mind. That's a, that's a good thing. I'm not sure we'll say it that much until you buy a PS4. <laughs> yeah, boo. <laughs> Which still, I have no desire to. Maybe <laughs> until maybe the end of next year is the time for that, or um, well, whenever Uncharted is coming out. Basically, That's my, whenever you have money to spend again, it'll it, be, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it'll be the round men. Uh, and the other PS4 news, I guess, was that they um, they they patched their problems supposedly. So the you know the br- semi bricking firmware uh, release they did with, uh, in version two. And when you couldn't go into rest mode, hmm. um, it's supposedly now fixed. Um, but now that share play is working and is available to more people, um, turns out certain games actually just block you from using it. Right. Um, uh, the one that everyone seems to be complaining about
3: is FIFA 15. Like, that just blocks you from doing this. So, a, a surprise caveat. <laughs> <laughs> to, to the system. Um,
1: Xbox, uh, minor Xbox news. Apparently, since they've dropped the uh, Kinect from being bundled in, Xbox sales
2: rate has apparently doubled. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. That's dumb. Yeah. It's not like, I don't imagine that, like, that many people were holding back just because of that one reason. It seems weird, doesn't it? I think it's more likely to do with the excellent bundle deals. And also
1: because it's nearly Christmas. The game's well, yeah, getting yeah. right. yeah. <laughs> That may be a small fact, bro. But when did they, when did they drop the connect? It was like middle of summer, and they're saying since then, or something.
2: I don't think it was that long ago, was it?
1: It's, it's been a while. Yeah, it's, been, it's been a while, but uh oh and there's a bit there is a bit of game news i missed before uh halo came out is apparently great apart from the fact that matchmaking currently doesn't work yeah mm-hmm. it's fucked so the it's thing, i, I was kind then. of no i i well as i said before like i'm holding back because it's not technically something i can do for game of 2014 and all that stuff and you know i've got to start pacing my money a little better um pacing my spend um so i'm gonna hold back on that for a little while and it turns out that that was probably the right decision if i wanted to get into halo 2 multiplayer Mm. um because apparently it doesn't work very well right now which is doubly disappointing because you know the matchmaking and the way that they were going about ranked matchmaking sounded like they were finally going back to the old halo 2 style which i really really liked yeah um and I'll talk about matchmaking later with regards to Call of Duty. Not that much later <laughs> <And it's>, though, <laughs> apparently. Um and it's just annoying that it doesn't work. But they're they're apparently on it. They've been releasing patches with a relative frequent basis, but
3: apparently it's still not good. So that's a shame as well. And that's to be done for news. Okay. It's the end of news.
0: Time for what you've been playing. Should we? I mean, it sounds like you've got a big game there, Rob. So, do you want to get talking? Unless you've got something big, Zach.
1: Well, yeah, unless you want to break it up, because I've been talking for a while on news here.
2: I'm trying to remember what I. Oh, okay. I've, yeah, I've got two things really to talk about, and neither of them are news. So, <laughs> I guess we continue with Rob's talking. If you want, yeah. How much longer do we actually have? Uh, I don't know. I like can't an see hour, it. probably. Like an hour. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, you're probably right.
2: Yeah, we're, we're at, uh,
1: an hour 20 something. Okay, on, on the time list. Um, uh, okay, so where do you want me to start? With Shooty Shoots or Punchy Punch?
0: Ooh, what's the Punchy Punch?
1: It's the popular sequel to the previous Punchy Punch that I played. What?
2: too Oh, that's uh, not really Punchy Punch. It's, it's, okay. And Kicky Kick. That's <laughs> melee. Okay, it's, got it's, it's a variety of weaponry, in fact, <laughs> as well as punching. Okay, okay yeah, true. So yeah, Bayonetta two or
1: Call of Duty? Go pick
0: Bayonetta two, clearly. Bayonetta two. <laughs> Sorry, this um, is me you're talking to. You actually finished oh,
1: yeah. one. Uh, I haven't finished Bayonetta two yet. Um, yeah, I meant one. Did you? Finish oh yeah, no, pack? I finished Bayonetta. I finished. I finished Bayonetta one before we talked about it last time. Did you? I'm not even. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I'd, I'd got to the. I got. To, I'd, well, I played through all two of its credit sequences. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Classic one, either. The first one's a fake out. Well, yeah, naturally. <laughs> Uh, Bayonetta 2, if there's one thing you take away from this partial review, because I'm about, I reckon about a third of the way through it,
3: Mm -hmm. um, is, holy shitballs, this is a game. (laughs) It's fucking incredible. (laughs) Right. Awesome.
1: It's just, okay, if you took my review of the original Bayonetta and took out all of my complaints, this is Bayonetta 2. It's Fantastic. it's an amazing game. it's like every it it's it, so it it is the same game mm-hmm. like there's no in 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 a great number of ways it is the same game, like the combo system is the same, which time is the same um a lot of the plot points are eerily similar um but without the ridiculous amnesia complications or five hundred year ago storyline that made no freaking sense. It's like they've got rid of that bit, but I don't know the way that the story seems to play out feels very samey um and the presentation is often very similar, the characterisation is the same Da-da-da-da-da. but somehow it like even the stuff that's there still works a lot better than it did before um to a point where I don't really know where to start with this okay. um. So combat wise um I'm playing it through on what is described as second climax difficulty um which is then their normal mode. You can tell because on the little bit of like graphic behind where it says settle, second climax there's a bit of that witch font behind it, but they sort of read easy, normal, and hard in first, second, and third sort of <laughs> okay um so this is the game's normal mode, and it's a lot easier than bayonetta one's normal mode okay um so that's the first thing out of it it's a a better introduction to the game without any of the automatic bullshit that very easy and easy mode had from bayonetta one so if you're new to the series it's even better like to just play this mode um i haven't even tried what to see what third climax is like yet um so when you're actually playing the the combat first thing you notice is that um the visual, audio, and audio and animation cues of incoming attacks are much more obvious. Okay. Um. So there's a there's a there's a sound effect that accompanies an incoming attack. Like certain things will go shing. Like the points of someone, of the, the enemy's weapons will glow like quite obviously with a, with a bit of bloom and uh, lens flare sometimes when that particular weapon is about to come towards you um the timing of which is still you know up to you to figure out a little bit but at least you know when that thing is about to attack um which makes getting to grips with how the combat functions much simpler mm. i mean yes i kind of you know it's not long ago that i played the first game so a lot of my knowledge is carrying over here but because all of the enemies are new i haven't seen a single enemy from the first game yet um this is, you know, it's welcome that I can, you know, it becomes
3: easier to learn what these enemies are capable of and how they hang together, um, which is very welcome. I think it's great, um, and really, that's the, all the uh, is super changed about
1: the combat stuff. Like, because the combat was already great, like, but just by adding a few little
3: touches to how the enemies react and how they handle, everything suddenly suddenly becomes more fun it's super hard to describe but it just is um so they've changed around the
1: weapon sets as well that you unlock like because basically in the first game the only decent other weapon was the sword really everything else was too slow and shit um and that's still technically true a lot of the weapons are, are, are still they're a bit bigger but they're a little more interesting to use like they're not just like a giant fucking impossible to use weapon like so you get one of those. and <laughs> It's a big scythe, like mechanical scythe that's like your super heavy attack, but it's so slow. Um, but you get double swords. It's like like my favorite choice because they're crazy long range um, when you pull off the weave attacks and things. And it's... Uh, they're quite fun. And you can also, if you want to, attach them to your shoes. So instead double of having swords guns on your shoes, shoes. you awesome. can just have swords sticking out the back of your heels, <laughs> which nice. is real great. <laughs> And then you get these, like, flamethrower things that are, like, a bit like the... I think they were called the Udine. Oh, no, they're called the Udines now. They're a bit like the... I want to call them the Durgers. I'm not sure they were called the Durgers, but they're, like, the claw weapons from the, uh, the first game. So they're a bit heavier hitting, but when you fire them, like, guns, they have, like, flames and stuff coming out of them. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of cool. And they have some neat weave attacks that look like double dragons spinning out of the air into them. And it's, like... It, it, it looks better than it plays, but it's... um so I
3: basically just use either the punch kick combos or the swords because they're great. Um and they're fast, which is how I like to play. Be speedy. Uh and it's just yeah, it's just all of that is better. Somehow indescribably better. <laughs> um and it's it's amplified by the fact that this game is obviously making use of the fact that
1: the Wii U Well, I don't know, graphics and uh and prowess, I suppose, in the technical side has obviously got better over the years. So it's a much better looking game as well. Like textures are sharper. Lighting is great. Um, like Using more HDR techniques, things look a little bit more real, I suppose. Um, things are shinier in places like the hair and stuff has a nice sheen to it. The side of a fighter jet that you fight on during the prologue is nice and shiny <laughs> as the sun bounces off it. It's a great looking game. Um and that 's in part just due to the spectacle of everything that is happening around you. There are places where there are things magnificent things happening in the background that you can't pay attention to
3: because you 've got to because, do the
1: fighting because you 've got to concentrate on fighting at the same time it's one of those games that I think if I was to just watch some of the sequences without me actually playing them, I would see a whole lot of shit going down that I just could not focus on before um. The, the case in point, I don't I don't think this is particularly spoilerific, but there's a section where two giant monsters, one of them is your, one of your wicked weave, like I don't know, infernal um things, uh are fighting in the background whilst you're having a fight with some dude in the foreground. And it's uh and sometimes, you know, certain certain actions of how your fight is going influences the fight in the background, and it's brilliant! But I can't pay attention to any of that shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: too much to concentrate on the foreground god damn it yeah
1: As it's just it's just great like so other annoyances that have disappeared um mid cut scene quick time events they seem gone because they cool. were bullshit in the first game yeah <laughs> it's like oh, i've been watching the sequence of ages oh my god something's coming out here <laughs> press b or die yeah sounds- um yeah they're gone yeah, uh, you start you start with a few more abilities at the start of the game now. So, you like, you have your beast form for running and stuff, so getting around the environmental stuff is a bit easier. Mm-hmm. Um, the Alfheims are back, but now they're called like the Mupalheimes. I want to say, or the Mupalheimes, and those challenges are much better paced in that you know they they start off simpler and um, start ramping up in difficulty and are a bit more easy to understand what they're actually asking of you sometimes like there were some ones from the alfheim for the first game that were like, okay, the limited punch and kick combo ones were quite irritating. Like they're interesting because they taught you to use like the, how to effectively use the guns at the end of your attacks to deal more damage. Um, in, in, you know, without necessarily needing more input from you, right. but they went, man, like the, I, I encountered, that was like the first one I encountered. I think the first alfheim I encountered was one of those challenges it took me a friggin'
3: age to figure it out. So in this, they're better paced, and that they start off easy, and they're getting harder as they go along. Um, uh, so they
1: still, and they so other presentationy things. They still have those like weird, like motion comic segments. Oh yeah, that, that I'm not sure. I really liked. I'm not sure. I s- still. I'm not sure. I really like. Sure. Um, from the first game, it's not my. They they because there are places where they, you know they can obviously do cutscenes, so why not just do cutscenes? Right than the, than this weird stuff. I mean, it's not it's no longer presented in that annoyingly flickery like film strip style. Mm-hmm. They had them before. It's like the, the things just happen in the face of a clock, and the clock hands sweep over uh, okay. to change the image that's being shown, and it's it's much less irritating on the eyes. Um, but still. Could just have cutscenes. Yeah, why not just have a cutscene? It's like you, you're good at them. <laughs> just it, it, well, good at them. Given bayonetta, mm. being bayonetta, you know, pig. <laughs> yeah, its own, its own self. Its own insane thing. So, but structurally, the game is the same as the first one. You know, you've got open areas that you wander around. You can find fights by wandering around off the beaten path, and there are there there are things to discover, and those Mupulhimes or whatever they're called to find, and um. Uh, so structurally, it's the same. You progress through the story linearly. You can go to the store at the end of every mission. I don't mm-hmm. think the map's as good as the first one. The map had that cool little animation saying, Hey, you're going to this place now. Oh, yeah. You know, doing chapter select and stuff, but it's like, that's gone. It's just replaced with a sort of flat node grid made of playing cards, which ties into one <laughs> of the characters. Mm, that doesn't sound but, um, sense, yeah. yeah, that's, it's a, it's a weird thing to not be a, as noticeably good as the previous ones, but it's such a tiny gripe in what is turning out to be a friggin' amazing game
3: so this is a you know, possible game of the year situation here I, I mean it's hard to rule it out
1: it's it is it's great and I, I have so much fun playing it it's maybe that will change as i ramp up the difficulty level because it, it feels like the difficulty i'm playing at that it's just a bit too easy for me how and does I'll it need compare for
0: you to uh devil may cry your game of the previous year um well it's a it's a very different beast to devil may cry isn't it okay. but just in general Bayonetta, yeah.
1: like the way it, the, the devil may cry is more about being a bit more measured and a bit more thoughtful with when you attack right as opposed to bayonetta which is more like you must be attacking all the time mm-hmm. and just dodge when you can um mm-hmm. because of the way the dodge mechanic works which you know lets you dodge at any time um devil may cry had more of a more of a fighting game mentality i suppose and that once you're in an attack animation you can't get out of it until that completes so picking the right move for the right time was important and it also i don't know it it may devil may cry makes more of a big deal of its scoring i suppose i mean yes bayonetta has scoring at the end of every fight it gives you that ranking still as it always used to um But I don't know, something about Devil May Cry's like always in your face ranking letter that would shout what level you've reached, like sensational, um, brutal, and stuff like that. Made made you want to mess with the combo system more Mm, more, than it necessarily does in Bayonetta. In Bayonetta, I'm quite happy just finding techniques that work and getting through. Um, And I'm not sure I'll ever be the guy that works out how to... Combo out, yeah, yeah, good. go for the scores in Bayonetta. Whereas in DMC, I would actually sort of care about that a little, and I think that's just entirely down to the presentation. And because DMC's combat style requires, I don't know, it's more than just combinations of punch and kick, it's like you've got to be swipping, swapping weapon styles, you've got to be going from light attacks to dark attacks, and perhaps using a light dodge or a dark dodge. It's like it feels like there's slightly more to it in DMC but i'm not necessarily saying that it's better because of it um it's just a different it's just a different fight system it's like comparing street fighter
3: to killer instinct you know it's there's similarities but they um they are ultimately different things mm. and so comparing is becomes kind of difficult sure, in terms of whether just... they're better or worse yeah yeah it's it's
1: personal it's a personal preference thing i mean i think as i was playing through bayonetta 1 i was thinking i preferred dmc
3: mm mm-hmm. But now I'm playing Bayonetta 2. May have changed your mind. That wall is coming
0: down. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Wow. Well, that's a two thumbs up. For Very much so. Bayonetta 2. Check that and out. Yeah. On the Wii I, U. I mean, yeah, we're, the, we're getting in a good situation with the Wii U. When Smash Bros. coming out. It's well, like, yeah. It's and, like you know, mind. the
1: Mario Kart DLC came out this week as well. Yeah. Um, which I, I haven't uh, toyed with, but it's apparently pretty good. Um it's good value for money anyway. You should probably do that if you had Mario Kart. Maybe. It's like I should probably do that, that means. <laughs> uh yeah, and it did it did it's doing all right for itself sales wise. Um I mean given the Wii U's small install base, it did manage to make uh, when Bayonetta two came out, it did manage to at least put the Wii U in the top ten charts briefly. Mm. So it it was like seventh on the UK list. Um which, again, doesn't sound that impressive, but it's a
3: Wii U exclusive game. Mm. And that is kind of impressive. Um, yeah, it's, so it, I guess the yeah, the biggest problem is it's, it's a bit of a shame that it is that it is a Wii U game, I guess.
1: Because it deserves to do better.
0: Yeah, but you're playing it, you're enjoying it, so it's a success. So, I mean, maybe they'll just put it out on the other consoles at some point when they timed exclusive expires or something
1: well maybe I mean, yeah maybe yeah maybe once they realize it's like oh shit why did we pass this up it's like why on earth didn't did no publisher get hold of this why didn't well this is the this is the bit i don't necessarily understand about that whole publishing deal because sega are still involved in this right like the and there are still sega nostalgia references sprinkled in
3: um So why is it that it hasn't that Sega didn't just publish it and publish it on what they want? Yeah, Mm. I I find it slightly weird. But who cares? Nintendo picked it up, and it's great that it exists, and it's it's out, and it's awesome. Cool. Yeah. That's, I, I'm gonna uh, yeah. I'll keep playing with
1: that. I I'll, I'll, it's one of those games. I feel like I'm going to be playing it through a few times, exactly like I did with DMC. Yeah. So you'll probably be hearing about it a lot.
0: We'll be hearing some uh, more. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so there's other big news this week for you, right? Yeah. Game so on. I get. Guess, I, I guess the the biggest release of the year. Of the year. I don't, know. <laughs> I
2: don't know if that's actually true, though. No,
1: yeah. because pre-orders are down year on year at the moment. For well,
2: God, I think not necessarily even with pre-orders, <laughs> just like. What you know, the game is? Well, I yeah. don't think people were that excited about it as much. Regardless of the actual numbers of people pre-ordering it, there didn't seem to be in as much fervor or whatever. People were talking about it all the time.
1: Yeah, maybe not as much. It's been a bit of a weird year, I suppose, given that they've got. A, they've, it feels like they've had a little more competition, or at least people trying to compete. What with Titanfall coming about, basically being, oh hey. This is the Call of Duty guys making a game that's like Call of Duty but with more except less really at more. the same time. Except less, yeah. Yeah. Uh well and I guess this was always being pegged as like the first truly next gen Call of Duty game yeah. after the last one was kind of a bit of a um but, well, yeah, Ghosts was a weird game because it's Infinity Ward doing what Infinity Ward do and not really paying attention to how anyone else is doing things, and so it felt like a massive step back. Like, and the plot is as bonkers as all of the Infinity Ward games was, and it's again, this is all stuff I've heard because
0: I was not interested in Ghosts in the slightest.
3: Mm.
0: Me, either. Um, well, obviously that goes without saying. I don't even bother saying that. <laughs>
1: So this one coming out of a new studio, I think there are expectations for it, and I think there's probably more expectations for it than there were for Ghosts. Um, just on general, I don't know the feel of, it, of the situation. Um, partly because they are trying to do some new stuff, and it's a new team, and Kevin Spacey, <laughs> um, <laughs> obviously.
3: And it turns out they're not all entirely misplaced. I mean, it's a pretty, I think it's pretty good. I'm just
1: gonna go straight off the bat and say I don't think it's gonna be game of the year material for it for me okay. or for us. Because at its core, it is still Call of Duty in a great number of ways. Like um So the campaign this time ra- this time round is which I've played through in its entirety, is a bit more straightforward. Like it doesn't have any of the fancy stuff that Treyarch were introducing in Black Ops, for instance. Um it is a bit it plays out a bit more like a general meat-headed cinema release plot-wise um it's pretty straightforward and compared to the modern warfare games that's a good thing so you know because modern warfare was just too insane with that stuff too breakneck with how situations changed and did a pretty poor job of keeping you informed at what was going on um because the storyline in this is much more straightforward that's not so much of a problem but it does also have the downside that it is highly predictable and you know exactly where it's going to go you pretty much know how it's
3: going to end going to end um from like the second mission onwards (laughs) um but i still prefer it to modern warfare 2 story
0: i'm guessing the like the guy running the 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 private military corporation might like turn out to be a bad guy at some point (laughs) like maybe I don't know. I'm maybe. just throwing it out yeah, yeah. there. Like, yeah, I, I mean, Kevin Spacey, man. Look at <laughs> his track record. Spacey,
3: yeah, exactly.
0: He's Kaiser kind of so say. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Shh. <laughs>
1: uh. Uh, yeah, so Kevin Spacey is is one of the best things about the storytelling because his performance is great. He's yeah, Kevin Spacey.
0: He doesn't phone it in. No, exactly. Um, Unlike freaking Peter Dinkley. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, he, he does a real good, real convincing job of of being Kevin Spacey. And, <laughs> and <laughs> now he's convincing uh, as Kevin Spacey. Isn't he? <laughs> yeah. He's, he's basically being a Kevin Spacey character. You know, there's no. Right, yeah. It's not him out of his comfort zone in any way um which is more than could be said for his facial model because there are times where it looks great but the most of the time Kevin Spacey is dead inside like his eyes are too black
0: right yeah the
1: eye the eyes are this game's biggest problem with faces because there are genuinely there are moments where you look at the some of the animation and the detail in in especially in the faces and stuff where you go okay wow that is a pretty damn good shot yeah. um i see what you've done there some of the facial animation isn't so hot and some of the as i say the eyes in motion look really dead um which is it's a shame i mean i guess it's not what call of duty are known for and they only model the stuff that well for the main characters like general Gruntman will have like a (laughs) i was about to say a halo 2 style face it's not that bad but it's still, you know it's, it's not notably good um um, but the you know the guys that you care about their faces are pretty nice um but there are just yeah certain sec- sections there's a particular section during that the stuff we saw during e3 i guess during that opening section where they zoom in you know you'll get pulled into someone's face or that whole drop pod sequence at the start some of the visuals on that look really good i mean really good so, you know, they're doing a good job here. It's not just
3: hmm. running at 60 frames and they'll make cuts here and there. It's a good looking game. Um, it's like there there's one there's one scene where you're just looking at your hand for a while. Like,
1: and the lighting on your hand looks pretty real. And it's it's some it's sort of startling. And then you see the guy in the background who's sort of blurred out at the time and his lip sync is just basically ma, 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 <laughs> to, to what's being said. And all of a sudden all of that illusion <laughs> is ruined. Right. It's like, and it's, it's like, so the ma, ma, ma and all that stuff is kind of where the next big flaw is and that a lot of the, again, incidental or ambient voiceover work to tell you what you're supposed to be doing can be really frustrating like So there are sections where you're in Call of Duty style, You it's telling you to constantly push forward, but you can't because there's too many dudes in front of you. So you deal with the dudes. Um, a good example of this is, and I recommend that you watch this if you haven't, is like okay. Clueless, Conan O'Brien, Clueless Gamer pay, playing Advanced Warfare. Um, is pretty funny because he gets to a section, which I think is in like the third mission of the game, where you're supposed to cross a street. Um, and Gideon... One of your teammates is constantly shouting, Mitchell, cross the street. Mitchell, cross the street. Cross okay. the street, Mitchell. And he just keeps saying it. And you're trying to deal with the guys, like, whilst trying to shoot through traffic and, like, and them getting into cover. And he's just like, he's not having it. He's like, You've just got to cross this street, which is difficult because the cars don't stop. And you get, like, insta-killed if one of them hits you. And nobody stops. And right, <laughs> So you Man. have to deal with the guys before you attempt to cross the street. Despite, there's the fact that there's a, yeah, despite the fact that there's a bridge about 30 yards to your right that you can't get over because of invisible walls. And it's like, oh, God damn it, Call of Duty. You're too, like, seriously, this is just a bit of bad design right here. Yeah. Um, and there are plenty of times where, there, you know, there are moments where you're just being told to do something and you can't quite do it because of the design of the area. Like, there's a bit I had to cheese where there's a an aircraft taking off and it expects you to get to it real quick so you can trigger a sequence. But there's a ton of dudes in front of you. And so uh, the only way I ended up doing it was by if I don't edge out quite far enough so I can still shoot these guys, but I don't trigger the sequence of the thing taking off, I can deal with the guys and then go and (laughs) catch the thing that then starts taking off. Yeah. And I think some of that might be down down to because uh, the thing that I haven't yet mentioned, which is I'm... It took me a very long time to get used to using the new Exo powers and and motion and stuff like that. Because they're
0: like the big new thing, right?
1: Yeah, this is the biggest thing that's changed in this game. So for some of the campaign, you get the stuff. So the, the campaign is a bit different from the thing in that you have certain abilities that you don't get in multiplayer and certain movement capabilities aren't. Are removed from you during the campaign that you would have all the time in multiplayer. So when you like when you can move, the one thing I got to grips with real fast was being able to double jump, because that's obvious, you know, you double jump everywhere, you get height. Yep. Um, you can get to places quickly that you might not have been able to reach before. Um, which naturally highlights that the game occasionally throws in invisible walls arbitrarily to stop you from getting to places, which is really annoying in the middle of a firefight and you get shot in the back while trying to get somewhere, the game won't let you uh, has some of those classic problems. Um, just might be unavoidable, I guess, um, just because of the nature of the how the levels look. I suppose you know mm-hmm. they're trying to make it look real. There's always going to be some boundary. Um, but the thing that like I, I, I haven't really been getting used to that I've started doing a lot in multiplayer now is you can do this boost dash most of the time as well. You can do that in the air and things as well. Okay. So presumably during that sequence where well, i was supposed to reach that thing real fast. I probably should have just been double jumping and boost dashing my way across it and hoping I didn't get shot. Um perhaps while using a a, a some other exo ability to
3: um
1: like to stun people in the area or um just to make me do it. And I didn't realise any of that until perhaps a few missions later, it's like, Oh yeah, I could have done that, couldn't I? I have those abilities. <laughs> Actually thinking about it, I'm not sure I did. I'm like, oh, no, yeah, I would have had boost dash at that point. Yeah, Okay. anyway. <laughs> so it took me a while to sort of actually remember to use these things. And it's it's sort of annoying, especially on the first playthrough when you don't know how long some of the missions will be and how things are going to play out, in that your some of your exo powers are limited by a battery level, um, which you... Um, is is like part of the dynamic HUD element on the back of your gun, which means you can only use certain abilities a certain number of times. Um, and so I play like I always play, which is really conservatively
3: and never freaking use them, which is the wrong way to play that game. Right, yeah. Um, hmm. Hmm. So, and, you know, it's, it, and it occasionally suffers from, you know, classic Call
1: of Duty problems where. Oh, I didn't. I couldn't possibly have known where that guy was, and he's just shot me a couple of times in the face, it's and I died immediately. So I'm going to have to go back a reasonable distance to try that most of this
0: sequence again, and or, like remember that that person was there somewhere.
1: Well, but you might not be because they move around a bit. Right. I think it feels like they move around a bit in this time. Or here's a really, really There's a couple of cases where here's a really bad set piece. Um, without spoiling it for too many people, if you're pushing an ambulance, that's a terrible section. Um, <laughs> right where i don't know you rely you, you can't rely on your ai they just people would enemies will just run past them half the time like people you think okay they're covering what the, the left flank that means i can go right and not have to worry about the left but guy will just run past your teammates with no problem at all and shoot you in the back and right you know there, there are problems like that you know you, you should rely on this
3: craft yeah, team be able to rely of on soldiers yeah I mean, that's what to happens.
1: at least, yeah, to at least stop people from coming from the areas they're supposed to be, or uh, literally standing right in, <laughs> you
3: know. Uh, but saying that, I did enjoy it overall, like the campaign stuff. At least it's like it's,
1: yeah, it's Call of Duty game. It is what it is, and the new visual fidelity does help, and the EXO stuff. I think they perhaps could have done more with. They could have taken more risks.
3: Um, But it's a welcome addition. Um, Hmm. Which then leads me to the multiplayer stuff, which, once again,
1: even with the new abilities and the new systems and stuff like that, feels very much like Call of Duty, for better or worse. So like the new XO abilities grant a certain amount of verticality that wasn't there before. Um, Maps have had to have been designed with more layers to them, so you can jump above. Often there'll be a walkway up there or something, or some way to shoot down at people, um, which both improves and exacerbates the age-old Call of Duty problem where, at least with me, where the majority of my fights are never face-to-face. It's always, ah, I was behind that guy, so I won. Or, ah, someone was behind me, so they won. Um, And now it's more like just added, oh, they're above me, so I didn't notice them very fast. Or it took me a while to look up there, so they won. Um, Which makes, like, I don't know, some of the randomness of how that multiplayer feels just some games just feel in, in on some levels just makes it feel that much worse. Mm. Like, and a lot of people have been reading uh, reading about the internet have been saying, "Oh, it proves everything." It's like it solves all of these. You no longer really have snipers camped out high in the, in a yeah. position that it took them ages to get to. And no, that's right, it's true. You don't, but now those snipers will be hiding down low where nobody is. Ugh. Right,
0: because everyone's <laughs> jumping high with the new abilities. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, so it doesn't really change anything, really, other than make traversal slightly harder to get to grips with. Um,
0: so it doesn't sound like you're super pro all the, these additions, then? Well, it's, like...
1: it's not that I'm, I'm, I sort of don't think it either makes it better or worse. Or worse, right. It's just different. Um, and I guess in terms of Call of Duty, different isn't a bad thing, and maybe that's where the praise is coming from. Because right,
3: people, you know, fans it, right. of
1: the series are all like, they should really do more with this. We're playing the same game every year, and yeah. this isn't the same game, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. It's 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 strange. It, like Bayonetta two to Bayonetta
3: one, it's a hard thing to try and uh, put together the words to describe why it's different right um
1: but the, the i guess at its core it is the same game and it plays similarly and it's has all the same problems and all the foibles of the previous ones like i think matchmaking is, is still bad like it like there have been some nights where it's been joining me with players of similar skill levels and i've been having a great time and then you move on to like generally if you're playing team deathmatch like the the um the variance in skill level is greater so you will tend to get matched with as many bad people as you will get matched with players that are way too good um whereas if you move to the other game types you tend to just get matched with the good people that want to actually try other things right yeah and so my experiences on other game types other than team deathmatch haven't been so fun because i've just been
3: outclassed really badly so i'm sticking to team f match for most of the time which is a shame because I, that means
1: i haven't really enjoyed it doesn't it yeah you know which means i haven't really enjoyed you know, like the, the sort of, mode i haven't really enjoyed the satellite throwing mode that much because people have been way too good at it i haven't really enjoyed the well the other new mode that i thought sounded kind of cool because it made it a bit more team fortressy which is momentum um I that, that remember basically... some news
0: that we didn't talk about. By the way, did, did you see that Blizzard thing? Sorry, we should come back. To that. Oh yeah. Anyway,
1: Overwatch. Anyway,
3: carry on. We'll come back to that because Matt in that game. It's like it could be the new TF two. Yep. Looks real good. Um. Yeah, so you know, momentum plays a little bit like a like a CP level, except there's one
1: flag both teams are fighting over, and that neutral flag moves up and down rather than there being two points to cap. And So in theory, I thought, oh, maybe this means the fighting will be more focused, so I'll have less of a shot-from-behind problem. Except the maps in card are all pretty small, um, so it doesn't feel right that the flags are moving around the level, because the levels aren't necessarily designed for it. So like, while it works in theory,
3: and I have had some great games on certain levels with it, on other levels it's just it's a pile of garbage. But <laughs> and that's probably true of most of the game types really that it works on some levels and on other levels it's terrible And maybe they need to refine it a little hmm. so you know it's a quality of game there
1: was one thing I learnt about its uh, technical capabilities though that I thought was neat I mean it keeps up a 60 frames per second frame rate like pretty much all the time on the one so you know
3: you don't have to worry about that Okay, that's that's good,
1: but I oh excuse me, that's a that's a sudden lump in my throat. I'm talking too much. They do on the fly horizontal resolution scaling, so it maintains a, a vertical resolution of 1080 at all times, mm-hmm. but it scales uh, somewhere between like 1300 and 1900 dynamically. To keep the frame rate up, and it's hard to notice.
3: Mm, interesting. Like I've never
1: noticed a switch dynamic, like frame with rate. my eyes. But yeah, I've never noticed it switching with my eyes. At least, you know, there are moments where you look at it and you think, okay, this uh, perhaps it's doing it right now because I don't know. It doesn't look necessarily as sharp as it is, but it's hard to tell whether that's just aliasing of an effect or whether it's actually lowering the resolution. It's hard to tell how often it's doing it, but if it keeps the frame rate up, it's working, which apparently is better than what the PS4 version is doing, which apparently doesn't have any of that, runs at a 1920 by 1080 resolution at all times, and suffers a couple of performance hitches. So, as it turns out, even with the extra horsepower of the PS4, they made a decision
3: to stick to 1920 1080 and the game is worse off for it. Hmm. Interesting. Well, it, it's just, you know, that, that, that probably won't be true next year. It's right. nice I'll... to see them tr-
1: trying. They'll probably put the same tech into the PS4 version, but this year, the Xbox version is the version to get. Hmm.
2: Interesting. Well, okay. <laughs> it's always the x version is the version to get.
1: Because the Xbox Live and people. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's not. For someone like me, maybe getting the PlayStation version works out because maybe they're not so hardcore over there.
2: <sighs> <laughs> maybe but then you would have to use a playstation controller would that make it more yeah. difficult or not
1: oh man we discovered a problem with the ps4 controller really we were playing towerfall um with the cambridge guys a couple of weeks ago and one of us kept falling off the left stick um like getting too enthusiastic and his thumb would fall off the left stick and the problem is is if you're pushing to the right when that happens your thumb falls onto the ps button because that's where it is now. The PS button's in the middle between the two sticks. Like, right in the middle. If you get too enthusiastic, you're going to be pressing that button, which interrupted our games of Towerfall f- too frequently. That's
2: no different from pressing start. And the start in various other cases that well, this been like, a problem forever.
1: <laughs> it's like an X-Bone controller. Like, okay, yeah, given the position of the left stick, you could fall onto the where the back button is, but it's a much further distance away than the stick in the PS button. Um,
2: you fall off the right stick, stick you fall, fall onto, onto the, nothing. You'd fall off the left stick onto the touchpad thing. Because <laughs> well, that's we
1: thought, we thought that too. Because, yeah, we we're, were thinking, because we we're, were basically getting into some bullshit about some menu on the PlayStation would interrupt us and it'd be like, <laughs> but, it was, but it wasn't just the home screen. It was like some weird, oh, you need to set this up or something screen. And we didn't know what the fuck it was doing. Right. And I think it's because we were all playing as guests. And then one of the guests is pressing the PS button. It's like, oh, you want to access your menu? And it's like, you need to set this up and stuff. And it's like, no, we don't fucking want to do any of that. We just want to play Towerfall. So, okay. As comfortable as that controller is, maybe in extreme circumstances,
3: it's not as, uh, maybe not quite as good as the bone. I don't know. Personal preference thing. Just anecdotal. And I'd stop talking. My throat's hurting. Apparently. Zach. <laughs> what have you been How playing, much one have we got?
0: <laughs> Five minutes.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> oh, geez. Sorry. No, no, no. It's <laughs> okay, fine. good. We've got like 20 minutes, probably. <coughs> right?
2: Well, Dan's the one who has to leave, so his, his decision is actually important yeah, this <laughs> We don't just ignore the alarm like we usually do. <laughs> no, the alarm it's is fine. key go your Well, last week, the first week of these two weeks, I went back into Space Engineers. They'd still been continuing to do, like, their weekly Thursday update, but for some reason the thing that caused me to go back in is when they stopped adding new stuff and went to bug fixes. I don't know why I was suddenly attracted by that, where it's like, (laughs) oh, they're doing bug fixes, I better go back in there. (laughs) I guess it's because they weren't going to introduce any new stuff, so I could have, like, a period of stability where it's like they're not going to change anything of how the game works apart from fixing things. Yeah, that makes some sense. Maybe. I don't know. Or maybe I'm just some crazy person. Or Wait. maybe it was just because I happened to look at the news on one day where I was feeling space theory. I
3: <laughs>
1: hmm. I don't know. It says something for like, okay, they've finished this run of feature stuff. Let's at least see what they're going for. And then it'll be a while until we'll get to this other point where
2: they're still actively working on features. And or so. maybe it had just been long enough that I was like, yeah, I could play that again.
3: Yeah, <laughs> like. I could
2: do some stuff. I think there's some logic to that. So yeah, I went back into that for a while and well, you know, started over as I always do in these kind of cases. Yep. Started building up my base again. Although it, it was kind of like, well, I mean, it was quicker to get my base in an operational state this time round because I knew what I was doing more. It's like I knew how what I had to prioritize in terms of like mining and where to set up. But then the the, one, the thing that I was really experimenting with that was new was i hadn't played since they'd introduced the pistons because they had rotors before but then they introduced pistons while doing the period i hadn't played and you know once you have rotation and linear motion you can make all kinds of shit if you want mm. that's like the, the basics, roads. basics of physics Sorry all there. the fairground rides. So I basically just made a giant mining arm because, you know, that's all you can really do in that game. <laughs> you either make spaceships or you mine minerals to make spaceships. <laughs> so I made a, a mining arm that just, like, casually carves a precise arc out of the rock by using a rotor attached to a piston. Or <laughs> the other way around, piston on top of a rotor.
1: When you say carved, is actually literally carve? Like, cut the landscape up? Or... Oh, yeah.
2: Pretty much. Cool. <laughs> I don't know, I had, like, or Yeah, it's basically voxels, apart mm. from not pixel voxels. They're right. not cubes. Okay. <laughs> it's, like, actual... It's not Minecraft. <laughs> so, yeah, you can... That was, that was sort of... <clears throat> I mean, it's a cool thing, but it's always the problem with that... Cis... Well, it's sort of a more general problem with the game. And I'm sure I mentioned this for the first time round that I played. It was just, like the distribution of resources is like most of the resources. There's no reason to get a lot of them. It's like you need tons of fucking iron, but you need virtually nothing of anything else. <laughs> and and naturally, if you're mining, if you're just cutting huge chunks out of the landscape, you're going to end up with like a huge pile of stone that you can't do anything with. <laughs> it's like, and then I was thinking, well could they like, uh, maybe a mod could introduce like a block that's made of stone for like, filling instead of armor plates which are obviously made of metal but oh, I, I, it's just like, I was just trying to think of ways you could use this huge amount of resources that you have for no reason <laughs> but there's no real, real real way around that can't just make a giant trash dump well or... but that's sort of the other problem with it is that like <laughs> because that's exactly what you want to do in a game right? <laughs> it's just build a dump Well, it's because there's no there's no penalty either it's like i could just like ha- open the hatch and shit it into space and it'll just go away. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, there's no, there's no actual, like, disadvantage to doing that. It's like, you don't need it for anything, so there's no reason to keep it. Just chuck it out into space and because it's space, it'll just go. Unless, unless what you're doing is
3: secretly creating levels for Cargo Commander. <laughs> like, <laughs> if only. so you could.
2: Oh, I guess you can build things that complex if you wanted with gravity and everything. Only the the movement part of Space Engineers doesn't quite allow you to do platforming that easily. What you should be able to do is
1: make some bizarre contraption, shit it into space, and it appear in someone else's game
2: and be all like, what the fuck is this? Well, I was thinking that, like, what you really want to do is be able to basically turn the mind out rock back into the voxel asteroid system Mm -hmm. so like you could actually rebuild, like, the actual terrain somehow rather than the block-based system of fielding spaceships. I suppose defining terrain i guess like that might be a bit complex like, yeah it's probably not actually a very easy thing to do but it would, it would be pretty cool like if you could just like because you already have artificial gravity in for you know for that system but if mm. you could build like a spherical gravity generator and then just throw rocks at it and it would actually start forming an asteroid around it yeah that, could be neat. that would be awesome or you could yeah and they'd orbit for a bit yeah and like have to form that'd be awesome that'd be cool but you know that's way complicated <laughs> It's probably unnecessarily complicated the way the deforming terrain works at the moment. Would you have to chuck it? Would you have to chuck them on as like not just bits of rock? Would well, yeah, you have to, you'd have, like, to like, have some machine that turns it to dust or something. Yeah, you'd or, have to actually because you wouldn't just have the actual because basically you have rocks that are just like rocks, which I guess would work, but you probably want to not every rock. You would want to actually collect them first. <laughs> it'd be really big voxels otherwise, like just lots of like snookables making up a yeah, bigger snookable. Well, it depends how they do it. I don't know why I said snookables. If they turned it back into the way the asteroids work, where you know it's basically, like, it's hard to even call it voxels. It's more like nodes, I
1: suppose. Oh, uh, Okay, that's what you mean. So it's like a just a polygon grid, almost. Yeah. Like you know. they, they called it voxels, and I'm not, you know that's a technical term that means a whole, a whole bunch of yeah. What the, yeah what, <laughs> I actually don't know what it means anymore. It's like I used to think. Like do you remember back in the was it Delta Force days? Yeah, yeah. Delta Force, so they
0: supposedly yeah. used voxels to render the terrain. It was from mm. like the Comanche engine or something from that from that a helicopter simulator. Yeah, that's where they got the tech from for Delta Force.
3: There's been all
0: kinds
2: of like reused terminology, I suppose.
1: But- I mean, I think that was my first exposure to voxels, and at the time, like my mind was blown with it to sort of thinking oh man, why don't they do everything like this?
0: If they can model the
1: terrain as individual little pieces, surely then that Namco tank game we play at uh, <laughs> at Felixstowe could be made entirely out of voxels and things could explode in every way imaginable back in the 90s. I yeah. They have done that in some games, but not like... Not, not, not to the level that we. No, you're not modelling every brick. No, I suppose Red Faction. What, what's the best? Is Red Faction the closest? Do you reckon?
2: Like with that's not voxels though. That's just like parts. no, but I mean, like yeah, parts and destruction tech. It's
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, there have been like games that have been made out of a whole bunch of cubes that then they blow up into parts. Mm. That's to some extent the same thing it's just like a resolution issue at that point you can only model so many little cube yeah. bits blowing off a thing boxes yeah exactly so yeah that was that how the fuck do they work <laughs> <laughs> and then i guess in a sort of a space theme not really i, I mean i played some eve or not really played Mister around with eve set some mine did some like industry jobs and stuff looked at the markets. Looked at how fucking expensive it is to buy game time nowadays. Oh, really? It's gone um, up quite quickly recently, actually. It's like over a billion. Suddenly, in demand, or I don't know. Maybe is we'll, coming back to Eve again, or maybe there's not as much supply, hmm. which could be possible. So yeah, in a sort of a space theme, I decided it was time to not own this place, but have an understanding with people who do. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, is it that? <laughs> yeah, now? it was no about way. time to play Freelancer. Wow. I never actually heard that sound effect
0: because I automatically just skip all that now. Yeah, because you didn't, rea- didn't realise you could skip it, I don't think, when you first played it. And yeah, it like, originally. You, you realise you can just skip all those conversations. I think so that anyway.
1: might have been me. Yeah, that was I, probably I, I don't think I skipped any of
2: them when I played through that game. Yep. So I never heard any of that. Although I did hear all the other sound effects you hear all the time. Like the fucking police scanning your car, you hold for oh, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every time you go anywhere. Scanning your car, Oh shit! You've got a contraband. <laughs> Does that ever happen? Did... Well, the trouble—I think the trouble with that is—I can't like, remember the con- what the contraband was. Well, it's like artifacts, and I think that's it. <laughs> what artifact contraband? Like they're artifacts. Okay, it's the whole story of that game. It's not
1: like it's not like, like just like there's some sort of anti-archeology. Like, well, that cringy... would probably be illegal as well.
2: <laughs> the problem with that contraband thing is like. You hear it a lot, even when it's not directed at you. Oh, of course, but even yeah. when it's not directed at you, they never fucking find anything. No. <laughs> it's like there's no smugglers <laughs> apparently ever. <laughs> oh, shit, they've got slaves. <laughs> yeah, I played through the whole story of that again, and then I was going to play it more. <laughs> All the
3: story. It. But it's not that long, really. And, yeah, how, how
2: long is not that long? I don't know, I haven't really looked at the time. And then I added a bunch of time at, at the end, trundling around. Because oh, yeah, there was there was a reasonable amount to try and discover, wasn't there? Because there was a lot of uncharted space. Well, yeah, there, there was stuff was a lot that of you stuff.
0: didn't really see in the story, right? There was a lot
2: of stuff that you couldn't do during the story, which was kind of the main problem with that game. Because they introduced the wormholes, like, late well, it wasn't really they introduced them it's just like because of the way the story automatically adjusts your faction standings so it's like you can't go over here because everyone will fucking attack you oh, yeah for most of the game so you couldn't really explore half the universe until right at the end and also obviously i mean that wouldn't be a problem if you could necessarily have better ships but your ship the ships you could purchase was limited by how far you got through the story yeah which was attached to your level and then you could only get the better ships after the end of the game when you've leveled up your level by getting some more money. Is that the one where the alien ship basically kills everything? You just might as well have that. Mm, I don't know if you can get an alien ship. You can get alien guns, which don't, oh, don't yeah. use any power, yeah, That's was was the main it. reason why they were ridiculous. That was it. But yeah, you can't do that until the end of the game, after the end of the game. So I was intending to play it some more. How does it hold up? It's fine. I mean, I, the main thing that was that was another reason to play it was I went and got some patches and stuff to actually make it work better. Not just gameplay. It was like, well, firstly, you need a patch to make it run in a widescreen resolution, <laughs> which is maybe the important one. Oh wow! I wouldn't have thought of, thought of that. So, you, first of all, you have to do that. Well, it's sort. You can sort of do it by editing an ini file to make it just run in just that resolution. It. But that it doesn't. It's weird because it, like, the UI runs, basically the UI has an FOV, so if you change the literal resolution the game's running at, the UI doesn't scale to the screen. Oh, <laughs> okay. no. So then you have to go and find out, like... So it just makes everything wide like it would on an old widescreen telly? No, it's like okay. it's running in the right resolution, it's just the UI is, like, off the edge of the screen because it's a FOV oh, compared I to see. the width. I see, right. <laughs> so then you have to go look up, like... People have calculated what the actual FOV value you, you have to fit into the FOV of the UI to actually make it fit on the <laughs> widescreen. For the resolution you want to run it. Yeah. Okay. So then you have to do that. And then I got another patch that like updated some of the graphics, like the planet graphics and the space backgrounds to make it look nicer hmm, and also cool. UI graphics as well to make those look smoother and text and that kind of stuff. Nice. And it mostly works. There's a few bits where it's just like the text randomly overlaps the end of the box and that kind of stuff. Sure. Like the health bars don't fit inside the little box as they used to, but you can still see them all, so it's fine. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I went and played that quite a lot, but then I didn't play it as much as I might have done because once I got to the end of the game, I trundled around for a while building up my level so I could buy like the last Uber ship. And then I bought it and I was like, I can't really be bothered. It's like I, <laughs> <laughs> That was a problem I had in general well, Yeah it? it was the whole Problem with the game Where it's like it, The storyline Constrained you In what you could get But then after The end of the storyline Apart from discovering Things there wasn't Really anything to do And uh. the discovering Of things wasn't Even that interesting Really and The side missions Weren't nearly varied enough and Well they weren't Really side missions They were just missions And they were all Just like go here And shoot a thing Because well, that was all There was to that game well, Yeah because When I
3: say side missions Like anything that Wasn't a story mission you know? Yeah And then
2: like, so the exploration of the, well, one of the, sort of one of the problems of the late, like the post-game exploration is that you're, you're going into places where there aren't trade lanes and you fly so-so. It's like, even with your cruise engines, it's like, oh, that thing is 60 kilometers away. Well, that's going to be like a five minute wait. Yeah,
1: I remember those trade lanes now. And then having the many a discussion I think about like none of this is possible right because these trade lanes like can't
2: be in a fixed position the scale of the game is fucked anyway yeah it's like oh that land is 10 kilometers away that's not even close to be Greg. yeah
0: (laughs) I think they have a similar like I don't know I think Elite Dangerous is going to have a lot of it's freelancer-y type stuff i guess Freelancer had a lot of elite type stuff so it makes yeah, sense basically uh, but it's got a kind of it's got like a hyperspace mode for jumping between systems but then i think it's got some kind of super cruise mode for like moving quickly it, uh, yeah i mean systems. in the
1: original elite you had you had hyperspace for getting system to system but then you had jump for Right, um, shortening the time because you would hyperspace, still some distance away from what you needed to get. To. Well, that's yeah. what they did, and then you would jump, which would just accelerate your movement. But if something got too close to you, you would come out of jump, and you'd have to
2: deal with it. Well, that's what yeah. they did with like the X three and all that, where they had time acceleration, mm. where you could just turn up the speed. Yeah, I mean, I remember playing.
1: I remember playing Elite One for far too long before I realized the jump function existed. Yeah. So I'd hyperspace to a system, look at the number of how fucking far away I was, set up a course, and sit back for ages. Because it, it could take a friggin' age to reach places if you did it normally. Yeah. And then like, oh shit, there's a red dot has
2: suddenly appeared on my radar, I better go deal with that. I did that one time in EVE just for a laugh. <laughs> Because even like the distances are actually realistic, I suppose ish compared to the speeds you're going. But then, so like one time, I actually this was before I made a lot of changes to the scanning. But I one time I walked to like a planet, and in the directional scanner, I was like, "Oh, there's a random cargo container, which must be someone's you know mm. random anchored storage space." And just for a laugh, one time I was like, "I wonder if I can get to it." without like physically scanning it down by just using the directional scanner and like adjusting the angle to narrow which direction it is and then just flying towards it. Mm. (laughs) Although I didn't really do that in like real time because it was like, it was so far. I was just like, well, this is going to take about 12 hours. Well, I guess I'll just set my shit going and just leave it overnight and see if I get there. (laughs) And I did. (laughs) It totally worked. And then even weirder, like, the cargo container, when I actually got to it and looked at it, it was, it was, it was actually someone I knew in the game's cargo container. And I was like, that's the most weird quits ever. <laughs> the <laughs> random cargo container I have to find that a random planet was someone I actually knew. It's <laughs> quite unlikely. Yep. That was dumb. So, yeah, that's that. Freed answer.
3: Freed answer. Bam. Oh, there's a tag I don't think we've had before. <laughs> no, probably
0: not. <laughs> we must have talked about that before.
1: Yeah, but in not in, in, like, probably not, yeah, to an extent of actually playing it that yeah, gets it, exactly. like, mentioned in this
3: podcast, though. Hey. No. Cool. Yeah. That was that. That's insane.
2: <laughs> awesome. It's not that insane. That's pretty insane. Surprisingly, it, like, works as well as it does, probably. I mean, apart from there's no patches for it that, you know, Apart from getting the resolution right, there's nothing technical that doesn't work with it.
3: Right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I mean, how old is it? Pretty old. Yeah. 2000-something, and but not much. Not early 2000-something. Not early 2000. No, I meant early 2000-something. Early 2000, yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember playing that game and wondering what it's... Because it technically <laughs> had
1: a predecessor called Star Lancer. Yeah. Which was a more story focused thing without yeah, all but it, it was the same stuff.
0: Universe was it? Was it
3: no? No, I don't think so. It
1: um, was a different game, but
3: apparently, yeah. That's... Oh wow, so that's over 10 eleven years, years old. Yeah,
1: I, it just it feels like it should be longer. <laughs> like I don't know, when, like, it feels like that game is older than that.
0: I don't know. It was definitely quite a long way past like X-Wing and all the, that type of stuff.
1: Yeah, it was kind of... Uh, like, I remember thinking is when It's the back came end out, of the
0: space sim, isn't it? Like, yeah, that maybe there'd be some space sims coming out, but there wasn't like... When was... Free Space 2 must have been earlier, right?
3: Yeah,
1: Free Space... That was 99.
0: Okay, so that's five years... Well, four years after Free Space 2 Freelancer. So it felt like... To me, it felt like there hadn't been space games for a while, and where did they all go? And I was like, yeah. Oh, and then Pre-Lights it came out, on, and then there wasn't anything was good. <laughs> no. And then they well, we made another one.
1: It depends if you count like games like Project Silphied on the 360, <laughs> which is that weird Square-developed space shooter that I remember playing the demo for
3: and thinking the sky has so many lasers. <laughs> but then it I mean, you know, I didn't think much of it. But... I suppose Strike Suit is
1: well. We're uh, here Strikes now. Zero. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sort of you know around, we've got Elite
3: like, coming out now, and
1: like last year, and we had Strike Suit,
0: and and there's like there's what's it, what's it, Every Starfighter or something, or what's it? There's No Man's Sky, I guess. Yeah, um, there's there's some weird Starfighter game with, with with like simple simpler graphics, like an indie game that looked quite good. I can't remember. That what it was PlayStation,
1: called. I guess that that PlayStation event hasn't happened yet. where supposedly there's some No Man's Sky news coming.
3: May you. There was some fan event or something that Sony was running that that supposedly they said there'd be some news coming out about it, but I don't remember hearing anything. Well, in fact, I know I haven't heard anything. Mm.
0: Anywho, is that you then, Zach?
2: Mostly, I mean... Oh, yeah. briefly fucked around with Guild Wars 2 again, mainly because I was experimenting with my main character, seeing if I could seeing how well I could make the Flamethrower work, because the Engineer's Flamethrower kit it's pretty good. is kind of cool, but I was wondering whether it would whether work better if I spec'd better towards it because, mm. I mean, there's the obvious there's the trait, the obvious trait that you can get where it's just like when you're building the Flamethrower you gain plus 200 toughness <laughs> which is, you know <laughs> Why would you not have that if you're using the flamethrower? Didn't even know that existed. They probably should look at that. It might be in a trait line you're not. I was like, you, you should be in the same trait line probably. Mm. <laughs> because our engineers are very similar. built building the condition damage. But that's the thing about the flamethrower is that, like, I don't think you actually need condition damage for the flamethrower. Because basically the only condition it causes is burning. It's burn, yeah. And, and burn you can't stack it. It yeah. only stacks by length. So as long as you're attacking, damage. then they're burning. Well and even surprisingly, even for the flavor, the amount of times it actually causes burn isn't very high <laughs> oh like the default flame burst that you do only causes burning on the last hit
1: oh, interesting <laughs> hmm.
2: so that whole that whole like two and a half seconds of flame doesn't <laughs> actually cause burning it's only yeah. like the last bit of it that actually triggers the burning effect strange, so I was fucking around with it trying basically, I was made a... I got a whole new set of armor and with different stats to spec, basically so that instead of power, precision, condition, damage, I changed it to power, power, precision, toughness to stack better with the with the flamethrower toughness bonus. I guess you're right, yeah, because I guess you wouldn't need condition that much, would you? No, because you're also not using your pistols because it replaces the pistol skills. And, like, then other traits stack with that better as well. So you've got the toughness bonus when you're wielding the Flamethrower, but then you've got, like, the trait that gives you, like, 7% of your toughness is converted to power, so that adds to your power stat on top of that. And it seems fairly effective, this whole respec that I did to just use the Flamethrower as my main weapon. Although the trouble with that is that then I, I I thought about, like, some of the other Engineer equipment that maybe I could use, like the goggles or whatever. But in the end I decided that like really no- still nothing beats out the two potions that I use. Like the, the 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 utility potion that gives you uh like fury and might and retaliation. That's just like all buffs, so that's good. Mm-hmm. And then I just normally keep the condition remover because that's like the defensive one. <laughs> and
0: that's then the you. flamethrower
2: fills up the last slot. So you can't have anything else. So, against... so you don't have a heal spell on. Like well, a... the heal spells in the heal slot—that's a different. Do uh, you use the potion for that, or do you keep the turret? No, I keep, I have the 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 device thing, the Electro Zappy device. Oh, okay, interesting. I've gone away from the turret because I mean the turret's good when you're using the the other turrets because you're building like a yeah. a defensive zone. Classic nest to run away to. Yeah, exactly. But nowadays, I'm because I'm just soloing soloing around in wherever I use the stupid. It's... I don't know if it's maybe too powerful, but it is pretty awesome. The the, like stupid, I don't know what AED stands for, but (laughs) it's the AED device where like you trigger it and then it basically puts on a passive skill onto you that like lasts five seconds. And then at the end of the five seconds, it heals you for like 5,000 health points or whatever. But if if you die during those five seconds, it heals you to almost full health. Oh, okay, so so basically, you, f- you can like if your star health is starting to go low, you trigger it and then just deliberately run towards the Liaries <laughs> and be like, All oh, right, like, now I'm back to full health, carry on.
3: <laughs> Weird.
1: Oh, wait, so if you actually, uh, well, I mean, when you say die, if you get down, yeah, really if, you, if you go to
2: zero health, then it just puts you back to almost full health, huh. And you don't go down, Neat. which is pretty cool and maybe kind of powerful, yeah. Also, I have the thing where if when I have one of my traits is a passive one where when my health goes below 25%, my healing skill restores. So if I've already triggered it before then, it basically just, you get it again without the cooldown. Mm. Which can be a bit ridiculous. Yeah. I need all my help, please.
3: <laughs> hey Dan, so, you been playing anything? <laughs> yeah, it's an important <laughs> thing. Uh,
0: yeah, this week, I've, well i played that Far Cry 3 a little bit. But this week yeah. I've mostly been playing Deus Ex Human Revolution. <laughs> oh, <No>, really? <laughs> Another yeah. old game. Yeah. yeah. Well, I booted That's it up. Um, old. Is it it's three years old. No, apparently, um, yeah, it looks pretty good. I mean, obviously, I, you know, I, I put up the res and turned everything up and stuff. But like the environments are really—it's a good game. Um, mm. I think maybe when I first played it, I was like a bit hung up on how it wasn't Deus Ex. Yeah, But it's, su- it's suitably Deus Exe. <laughs> um. It still has that well, issue may, where, like, Did you
2: get to a boss fight yet, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did
0: the first boss fight. Like, like basically, stun the guy and then just throw grenades at him until he dies immediately, basically. That yeah, was my achievement. Uh, right. So, basically, cheese the boss fights, obviously, because they're shit. I yeah. think they were patched anyway, to, probably to make them easier since the game came out. So so just try. But, I mean, I do like the look of it. It is a bit ridiculous how everything is gold and everything. But, you know, we discussed I that. But, I mean, go!
3: But, like like mechanically
0: it's really good mechanically like moving around is really slick and like ladders are easy to use compared to most games and stuff and getting in and out of cover is like super easy like it's quite a slick you know package i can imagine like they could have That's a lot of stuff that was a bit awkward in, obviously in the original. But even in games these days, like Assassin's Creed or whatever, for example, like there's always some, I know that's a much harder problem, but there's always some awkwardness around the movement and stuff and stuff like that. And I think they did a really good job with Deus Ex Human Revolution. Like it's easy to, you move quite quickly when you're crouched so you can sneak up on people and knock them out and stuff. And it's just quite nice. Uh, And the, I still have a problem with the, I still don't like the, um, the energy system. That's still really weird energy
2: yeah you have to <laughs> yeah. you have
0: to like uh well the thing is that the, it recharges but it only recharges your last battery and yeah. and it recharges that infinite times for free and you can speed up the recharge by getting augments or whatever so um you have a fast recharge but if you ever want to do anything that requires two lots of energy at once you have to eat a mars bar. So, yep. if, so if you you can like use the cloaking system and stealth around the base as much as you like, as often as you like, without any penalty apart from waiting for it to recharge. But as soon as you want to stealth up and then knock somebody out, you have to eat a Mars bar.
2: That's for the, that was <laughs> the annoying one where it was like the insecure takedowns
0: use energy, use energy. Yeah, but that's cool because otherwise, I just, I mean, that's I'm playing like I. Didn't yeah, but that's even, like the whole point of the game, though. Is yeah. stealth taking people. Yeah. Down. Well, it, well, it is for me anyway. I've. I've, I've I've not even, like, I never really did it. It's kind of a challenge in the first game to be pacifist. But in this, I'm doing it just automatically. Like, as far as I know, I haven't killed well, anyone apart from that boss.
2: It's because you have, it's because when, you're, when you go to the position that you can do a takedown, it's just a choice between lethal or non-lethal, and yeah, the effect yeah. is basically the same. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm
0: basically playing the game with the, my gun holstered at almost all times. Like I don't even take out my gun. Why bother? I'm just knocking people out and sneaking past them, pretty much. I mean, I've got the, I've got the, um, uh, for some reason I didn't. Apparently, I picked up like playing off a save game that I'd started a few months ago or something. So I, I think I started from. Well, I don't know it was in Detroit in the first section of the game, anyway. So it wasn't that. Right. It wasn't that part far past the start. But whatever it was, I hadn't picked up the the um, stun gun, electric prod thing, or whatever it is. It's not an electric product. It's a taser, isn't it, in this one, I think? Yeah. Anyway, I haven't got one of those for some reason. Now I've managed to pick up a Peps thing, but the only thing, main non-lethal gun I had is the tranquilizer rifle thing.
2: Which, thankfully, yeah. isn't as dumb as yeah. like, the haysaxx one.
0: Yeah, so I'm using <laughs> that. Well, I quite like step, the, step, the crossbow. Step, step,
2: step. step, 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 step I like step, step, the crossbow step, in the...
0: I use that all the time, the Trank crossbow in the... In the mini crossbow, right? That was yeah. cool. It was,
2: it was, like, effective, but it was still dumb.
0: It was dumb. Yeah, but a lot about the original Deus Ex was dumb. There's a lot about this that's dumb, but but it's like, I mean, my problem with this was in comparison with the, if you're comparing it to the original, like the original was like really, it was really long and it had loads of areas and like the plot was really convoluted and it had like a million different things going on, like and different characters and different like conspiracies, whereas this is like very streamlined. There's basically like one conspiracy and there's like one issue, which is augmentations basically yeah like there's not much in comparison it's just and it's it just just doesn't feel as good and i don't really care about the characters as much um as the original game but um that you know if you ignore that and like not don't worry too much about story stuff then it, it's pretty slick and i like the heng Sha, you know area and stuff and it's quite much... i mean it's a bit of a shame that you go back there and it reuses the areas but they're so well made that like mm. Like, th- that is a kind of problem with modern games in general, I guess. Like, the original Deus Ex, you don't really... You do revisit some areas, but there's so many freaking areas. That game is huge. And and those areas are really badly made, really, in some place. I mean, they're really plain, and some of the geometry is, like, really weird. Oh, well, yeah. I guess that um, kind of had to be. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so I don't know why I can keep comparing it to the original, but uh, I, I like this game. It's good. I'm quite enjoying it. I felt like yeah, going back I mean, and playing to- it.
1: You almost have to come at this new one, and you the, the
0: the thing, yeah. the thought that okay, it's not the same
1: people, it's not the same no. game, it's a but it's, it's a it, it it's is a, a bit... different
0: vision of the ideas, exactly. But... And it's suitably Deus sexy and it's not. And I think the reason I'm enjoying playing it now is it is slick and nice to play, apart from the boss fights. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: I mean the enemy AI is dumb as hell. So if you're trying to play it as a shooter, I think I was reading back the reviews and stuff. I wanted to see what Jeff Gussman said about it, and he didn't. He obviously played it fully lethal shooter style and of course it's not exactly call of duty you know um mm. it's probably a bit better than the original but
2: all you need you know. to do is get that get the stupid assault rifle upgrade where the bullets home in
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, that expensive. makes it real easy mm-hmm. yeah and i'm enjoying getting all the augments and stuff and, and the hacking minigame is pretty good as hacking minigames go i mean it's a shame yeah. uh yeah so oh
3: yeah i remember that i remember you showing me yeah, that's yeah kinda cool. it's kind of cool not bad
0: so, yeah, good game. I mean, the voice acting is pretty bad, but the, then the dialogue they're saying is kind of bad. But then if you look back at the original game, the voice acting was bad, and a lot of the dialogue yeah. was bad in that as well. So you can't really complain.
1: Uh, I didn't ask for this.
0: <laughs> yeah, except some of so it was hilarious. Uh, yeah. But yeah, enjoy it. I, I don't know why I decided little, to play that again. Uh, but is it a little I,
1: surprising that it's taking. We haven't heard anything about a sequel? Well, We've
2: heard something about a sequel or another game in that vein, anyway. Yeah, I think they could do that. Ages one. ago, they said that they were making something, maybe. Mm.
0: I think it's, a success. it's as, a success. As you say, it's, it's been nice. it's
1: been three years, so, you know, about that's about the true. time you would normally start hearing things. Yeah, they haven't managed Unless to... Unless they delayed a it for next gen, maybe, and they were just like, well, if we hold back a little bit. Or maybe well, I Tomb think Raider that, blew I up and the, they pulled everything onto that. <laughs> I don't
0: know. No, I think the team made Thief 4, probably. Ah, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Right. Not that Thief. that got the best reviews, but yeah. I think that's what happened. Anyway, mm. yeah. It's good. I like the music and the atmosphere and, like, the detail and the environments is nice. The, the characters' faces look r- look pretty bad in places. It's just like Call of Duty, except, you know, less so, in that the, the mm. ones that matter look a lot better.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway. But, yeah, I mean, if that's a three-year-old game, it looks pretty fantastic in um, in well, HD. Yeah, I think was, so it
1: was, Yeah, it's a three three years isn't a great deal of time is it in the pc landscape
0: but but yeah so yeah i think i might just carry on playing that it's probably not that long so i'll probably finish it probably maybe i don't know quite enjoying it
1: that's right if you're having a good that's all that matters if you're having a good time (laughs) keep playing it.
0: yeah that's what i'm saying so and then and then what's happening is games are coming out and some of them are not turning out so well like unity others are turning out good like four so i i know which ones to choose from i'm looking at yeah. Far Cry 4, obviously Elite Dangerous, and I'm still kind of tempted by Shadow of Mordor or whatever. And then there's still Alien. Yeah, I, but I think I, I, I'm okay. getting my sneak on in, in Human Revolution, so I might leave Alien for that. <laughs>
3: getting your sneak fix.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cool Coolio. Right, I think we might have to wrap up this podcast.
3: Indeed. It's
1: getting get about the time. I'm getting hungry. There's still, <laughs> there's still no sign of no. It okay. requires his
3: beating? Yeah. It is that time. We get pizza. Or maybe right, we're getting peaked. thanks for joining us, fish uh, listeners. Fish and chips. If, no, well, no, you had fish and chips last night, so we're not getting fish
1: and chips. Yep, I don't think I'm going to eat. Oh, maybe I should eat too. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I was just like the way you said that. I just I don't think I'm going to eat ever. It's like,
0: <laughs> Well, I had the dim sum for lunch, but I hadn't like thought I'm going to now go and probably drink, so I should probably eat something. Um, yeah. Eat I a bag of rice. rice. Yeah, a whole bunch uh, of bread. Yeah.
3: Probably.
0: Whole bunch of bread. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, thanks for joining us, listeners. Uh, catch you next time on the Soundcast. Uh More about various games, including Call of Duty. So... <laughs> <laughs> All right, then,
3: bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.